Before we get started, I just wanted everybody to realize, especially guys, that every one of us as a guy out there wishes he could last longer in bed. Mm -hmm. We've all tried crazy things to keep ourselves distracted during sex, like thinking about baseball, saying the Pledge of Allegiance in our head, trying to remember every movie that Jason Bateman has ever been in, which is a lot of them. Maybe your grandma taking a shit. I don't know what distracts you and keeps you from finishing too fast, but none of it's reliable. But I have some great news. The folks at Roman, an online men's health company, are changing the game with Roman Swipes. Roman Swipes are the secret to longer-lasting sex. Roman Swipes are clinically proven as a way to last longer in bed. They're effective, easy to use, fast acting, and doctor recommended, but do not require a prescription. That's important. There's no prescription required. Roman can ship swipes to you in discreet, unmarked packaging, and each swipes packet is small enough to hide in your wallet for whenever you need it. Swipes are great when they will not transfer to your partner if that's what you're worried about. You can have longer-lasting sex without worrying about numbing things on the receiving end of the operation. They're super easy to use. Just take the swipes out of the packet, apply, let it dry, and you're good to go. That's it. Keep Roman swipes in your back pocket for longer, better sex, and get yours fast with free two-day shipping by visiting GetRoman.com slash Heartland. That's G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N dot com slash Heartland. Did you go bottoms out this Yeah. All morning? Yeah, all morning. That shit was, yeah, I got, I got in at like two this morning. Oh. Dude, Adderall is a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, Let's keep it 100. I could fucking fly a fighter jet right now. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm like, let's do two back to back, fellas. Come on. I, um, the first time I took Adderall was the day I retired. Really? Literally the day I retired. And I tweeted that. I now see why they view this as a performance-enhancing drug. I feel like I can run through a fucking fence right now. And I was competing against guys that were like medically, uh, what's it called? They get a a medical exemption to take uh, Adderall. And I'm like, these guys should not be playing in the same field as these other guys that aren't taking it. It's a stimulant. Let's keep it 100. Because when you get your Adderall, like you can call it whatever you want. But when you get it, the label says methamphetamine. <laughs> yeah, I tried to punch a bouncer from the other side of a glass, glass door. Wall, yeah. yeah, so that's what it does. Also, yeah. our, well. also our sales guy. Yeah. <laughs> Todd, Todd and Adderall don't mix greatly. No. So you wanted to fly on it. You wanted to fight. It's a real fight or flight uh, fucking drug. It, it gets you going. That's, that's what a, we're that's saying. A, that's yeah. a quality Yelp review. Yeah, whatever you need to get up for. It's really- <laughs> I tried Adderall, and I tried to fight a bouncer on the other side of a double pain <laughs> <laughs> Good for us. Yeah, kicking on Here we go. Welcome to Heartland Radio 2.0. Hey, I couldn't be happier. Pat arranged for a guest to be here today. No, no. This dude's just a good guy. He's in town. Yeah. He has to come by. And I've always enjoyed hanging out with you. I've always enjoyed watching you do stand-up comedy. People got to know that you are on a show. It's getting ready to get its third season. Daily Blast the- Live, that's right. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and not only have you been an accomplished stand-up comedian for a while, but you've done a lot of acting. You're on Legit, I think, with- uh, Yeah, with Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries. Shout out to the homie. 
So <laughs> he's a hilarious human being. He's hilarious on and on. I I fuck with. Com- Can we curse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Please, no. I, I fuck with comics that are funny off stage too. Yeah, Jim. Jack, I toured with Bill Bellamy mm. when I first started my career. He's hilarious off stage. I just I think it's weird when comics aren't funny off stage. It is weird. You, you don't, and you're That's like, why I started fuck. Doing it's why I started doing comedy. <laughs> but you're just a naturally funny dude. Both of y'all are just. You guys are funny. You guys, because y'all. I think if you hang out in bars, you get funny. <laughs> yeah. Do you agree with yeah. that? Like you yeah. 100%. interact. <laughs> Those are normally the humans that go to ra- or go to bars. Yeah, yeah. normally the funny humans. And if you don't, people will run right through you. You yeah. got to be able to bust balls. You know what I mean? And hold your ground. Hey, right. You're never gonna get a drink back there. You fucking <laughs> unfunny. The uh, but Bob and Tom. When these comedians would come through, there was guys that was like, "Man, they're making millions of dollars to be funny, and they are not funny." And that's why I started doing comedy. There's a, yeah. an alarming number of comedians that are not funny once they step off that stage. Yeah, an alarming. I, why number. is that? Because they're just reading a script up there. Is that what it is? I think they're just anti-social personalities. They do have a good mind for writing and then saying out loud what they wrote. But when it comes to just having a conversation and just hanging out. They're they're just so awkward. I can't There's a difference between like wit and then being yep. able to write and prepare for it. Yeah, maybe. like somebody down. can be a funny, a humorist in writing form, mm-hmm. you know, but not necessarily outside of that. I think and also, I think let's let's keep it real. I mean, everybody wants to we like to have things be dramatic. Like it was a calling for me to do stand. I think <laughs> I think some people just look at it as like a gig. I remember yeah. when I was uh, my I started my career in Miami. And you know Al Jackson, by the way. Oh, thank yes. you. Comedian Al Jackson. Find him on social media. I was Al Jackson. For, I was for yeah, it. I kept waiting to chime in. There. That's how me inside, a hundred percent. No, 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 no. It's gonna be fine. My chair's broke. Yeah, but like I, I realized early, like, because I thought all the comics were gonna be fun and partying, and like I would see comics that were like literally, you could leave the room. At eight oh five on Friday night and come back at eight oh six on Saturday night and they'd be on the same joke because it was like a speech. Yeah. And yeah. it was like the guys that I hung out with were just funny dudes all the time. And like when we do stand up, I, th- I I'll be on a different joke because I forgot. Right. Because I'm stupid. <laughs> you know, I'm not memorizing anything, so I don't know. I, you know, I guess there's different ways to do it. And those guys are all millionaires. Yeah. So. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see who got the last laugh. Yeah. Is Jim Jeffries as fucked up off stage as he is on stage? Is as he is on stage as he seems on stage? He's the exact same dude. Okay, so There's like the story about putting the egg in his ass completely. One hundred percent true. <laughs> I swear on my kids' lives. There's nothing. He, okay, for people he, that don't know this story, yeah, I'll bet yeah. you hear this story. Let's get the story. I don't know the egg in the ass story, but I know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 because I actually I worked with Jim. The way that we became friends is. Uh, I did the first when I was still in Miami as a uh, the house MC down there. Uh, I was still teaching middle school at the time. Uh, Jim came into town and and I did his first American his show on American soil with him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who he was because I'm down in Miami. Like no white headliners came to the Miami Improv and sold out. That was not. If there's a white headliner, something Gabriel Iglesias got the flu. Like <laughs> no way that a white dude is coming. To, and I was like, who is this? I was like, I know stand up. I love stand. I was like, I've never heard of this dude. I had actually seen him before on a clip, but I didn't realize it was him. But I was like, who is this dude? Cause it, but he has such a European following. Yeah. Because Jim is world famous. Jim is like you go to South Africa and they're like billboards for us. But like Jim's like that different kind of fame. So he sells out shows in Singapore, that mm-hmm. kind of shit. And rich, so like rich. the first time I went out with him, we uh, we performed together and then we went out and partied. And I was like, oh, 
dudes from Europe drink different. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're like, we're gonna get nine drinks on us and then we're gonna go to the bar, you know? And like, am I like he was hammered and like bumping into Hispanic dudes that were not about that life. <laughs> and like, he's kind of like, and I'm like, they don't play that shit down here, dog. These dudes do not fist fight. Uh. And but you know, ever since. <laughs> We like we bonded and we've been friends forever, dog. So that's that's, awesome. that's the homie, yeah. But he's he. But what's the egg and ass story? Long story short, what his his special his special. I can't remember what it was. Burning hell, no, something where he did. Uh, he talked about the pandas and shit like that too. But basically, he was I believe on tour and he <laughs> was in the ass and the pandas <laughs> and shit. Too. He was he was bored on tour or something like that, and he was in his hotel room and he didn't have anything else to do, so he decided to buy a vibrating egg that went in his ass uh, to fuck around with, and like the cord broke off and he got it stuck in his ass, uh, and it was a whole joke about how he had oh to fucking get it out and shit like that. Oh. Yeah. It was hilarious. That's one I've never had that urge. Closer. Never had that urge. Did yeah. have anything up there? Have you no. been bored though in Singapore? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not as traveled. Yeah. I won't admit I'm not as traveled. Yeah, I think I think the asshole is is you know early on if that's yeah. your thing or not. I think you're right. And uh, I would agree. You know, this is I, this is just what I heard, but I heard that's why some people might have not wanted that Robert Kraft video out. Is I heard that oh, mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah. just HJ. Oh. <laughs> you know, some dudes are into that. They are. Whatever. Yeah. A little rusty trombone. Yeah, yeah. Look, man, that's mm-hmm. some people's thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I tell you what, there you could really wormhole on what people are into sexually. Uh, you Some weird shit. You do that on purpose. I've done it on purpose for, for research. Purposes. No, I'm saying the wormhole thing. Yeah, wait, wormhole. You, yeah, wait, what'd you yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? What did he do for research? Who? Yeah. yeah. What, uh, it's like the Who guy. Didn't the Who guy yeah, do yeah. something where he oh, said, okay. what did the guy from the Who, he got arrested for something, he said it was research. Pete for- Townsend for research on yeah child pornography. That was, he was investigating a, for a book. Oh, yeah. That's Todd. That's what Todd was doing here. The yeah. wormhole. <laughs> wormhole. You yeah. write a book, Todd. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we were doing a segment on something one time in the old days of the show, and I was looking up something. Some, it was related to a news story or whatever. I'm sure. And once you <laughs> click on one type of fetish, oh. all the other fetishes are like, yeah, now it's our turn. And they just start <laughs> coming up in rotation. And uh, it's pretty pretty interesting. I I, I'm so boring, I guess. That's the beautiful thing about porn. <laughs> is it... You know, because of the suggested videos, it yep. lets you know. We are like the first generation of men and women that know what we're into and what we're not into. Because if you think about it, like, you watch porn and you're like, okay, I like to see a man and a woman together. Okay. Oh, I like to see women together. Oh, I like to see women with straps on. But mm-hmm. then it'd be like, then the next one's women peeing on each other. You're like, I'm not into that. So then that's your <laughs> line. That's your home field run. That, yeah. that, that's like, that's the wall for the home run. You're like, I don't want to go past that. Yes. But like our grandfathers never got that. They were just like, they might have had a foot fetish, but they didn't know what the fuck that was. They were like, Every time I go to the cobbler. <laughs> you know, but it's like, isn't that cool that like we at least yeah. know what you're into? You ever been surprised before by somebody? Like I, I was fortunate enough one time to... Um, Two ladies and me in a room together, whatever. What a gentlemanly way to say that. Yeah, well, <laughs> two ladies and me in yeah, a room. Yeah, the right side of a threesome. And when the girls <laughs> breaks out a strap on and puts it on, and right away I'm like, first, that's not even realistic. That thing's four times the size of a normal penis. Probably eight times the size of what you're going to see in a minute. There's no way. That, and she was like, Wait, you're not going to take this? And I'm like, no. And she's like, here we go. 
Every guy's into that. And I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that's accurate. I don't know what group you've been hanging out with. Hey, that discussion in a room between Todd and Sue. No, I am I am not into it. Yeah. I, I just don't think that is. Are we going to do this in a cordial manner? Yeah. Or not? <laughs> By the way, thanks for fucking up my dreams. <laughs> so did it still go down? No, I mean, yeah, without that thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I finally talked oh, her sure. out of a, oh, her sure. uniform yeah, of the day. Yeah, yeah, Did you hear her mumble pussy as she shut, <laughs> as she shut the case? <laughs> like, she, uh, she I guess somebody of... can't take a peg at <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about back in the day where they didn't have the access to the suggested thing and the guy gets peed on. And a guy takes a, guy, a girl home from a bar and she just starts peeing on him all of a sudden. He has no idea that it even existed. He's like, oh, wait till you hear this shit. Ah, this girl just started pissing on me last night. And then he kind of likes it. Now he doesn't know what to do. But now you're like, and it, it, let's be real. Like when you do look at a video that you think is so out there and then you see the number of views, you're you like, know. I'm not that special. <laughs> yes. Oh, the comments, too. Oh, yes. Yes. Commenting. Pat, what is the share button at the bottom of, like, when you're watching the tweet? It, man. I was like, oh, is this, like, in case I want to end my career? <laughs> Never go to Thanksgiving again? Is that what this button is for? Like, what? Who's doing that? Like, yeah, here's what I'm jerking to, auntie. <laughs> when you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain. It's time-consuming, expensive, and so many carriers to choose from. How do you know you're making the best choice? That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. Amen. ShipStation helps you get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment. So you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now, any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. You'll always know that you're getting the best deal. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And right now, Heartland listeners can can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use promo code HEARTLAND. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in HEARTLAND. That's ShipStation.com, promo code HEARTLAND. ShipStation.com, make ship happen. Twitter is a Twitter just lets it fly. I, oh, I just oh, found yeah. that out very recently. That Twitter just lets there, anything go. There's a dark side of Twitter. There's yeah. no, I just found this out within like the last two days. I think the, the I got sent a video that was not <laughs> Dak Prescott. Why? <laughs> Did was, you see that? No. Oh. You got to check it out. I learned that day that Twitter has no rules whenever it comes to it. Twitter's a porn site as well if you really yep. want to dive into it. I did not really? know that. I had no idea. It was a mind-blowing. I've been on Twitter a long time. A lot of invested hours in there. I had no clue that they just got no rules about just eight guys pounding eight women on a boat out of nowhere. Yeah. Honestly, it's just up. It's still up I right mean, now. Probably. Well, you should check it out. This, of course, the guy's claiming it's Dak Prescott and some I'll, other guys. I'll pull it up. If you just search not. like hashtag party. There are some real parties going on. Had really? If you do enough scrolling. Oh, and, yeah. And Twitter doesn't care. That, Twitter just lets it fly. Do you think that they don't want to tell us that there's so much going on that they, 
they that it's out of control and they can't regulate it. Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, there's Twitter, so much I mean, they Facebook, no it seems like, but I mean, it just seems Jack's like Jack's got can't. no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Jack, Jack's swimming in it over there, Al. He's got no clue. I was looking at the video okay. now. All right. They said that was Dak Prescott. As a, wow, all right. And as a podcaster about the NFL, I had to watch it. Oh. <laughs> yep. Research. Twitter. Twitter's a big suck site now. Yeah. I learned this two days ago, Jeffrey. Two days ago, I learned One big this. suck site. No, not one big. I think there's just a, 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 what's that called? It's almost a... Alleyways you shouldn't walk down? Yeah, it's like a red light district. There's a red yeah. light district on Twitter. <laughs> yep. That's gotcha. a perfect way to put yeah. it. Yeah, you know, I was just looking at that video and I was like, I, this is why I can't get in. Because I know, like, just because we're comics, like, my first thought was like, after you bust, how do you leave? What's <laughs> <laughs> I'd be on the boat, like, and my boy's getting sucked off in a Sonics jersey. Like, Dude, I gotta do Pat's podcast in two hours. I don't want to like. I want to always be able to leave immediately. Is there an Uber out here? Yeah, dude. I'm like, we're on a pontoon boat. My boy, it's fucking took a Viag, so he's not busting. I'm like, dude, it's not happening. All right, let's talk about Daily Blast Live. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That that I think, and I assume Todd wants to talk about this as well at some point. When I saw you get this job, I was so excited for you because yeah. you, you I, I didn't know that, A, you were looking for a talk show type job. B, I didn't know the show was coming out. And then all of a sudden you get Casaford. It's like, and you're crushing on there. That has to feel pretty good. Yeah. Third season is fucking huge. Yeah, I wasn't looking, man, which is the crazy thing. I had, uh, it's weird, man. It was in, in uh, me and Ty were kind of talking about it before. I had um, done two back to back tours. I had done. Me and Hannibal had gone to Australia on a comedy tour. And then because of the way my visa was set up, I had to fly back from um, from Sydney to L.A. for 12 hours before I went to Tokyo to do a USO tour. And, um, dude, coming back after after being out of, out of town for, the, you know, on that flight, I was like, I think this is the first time in, like, 12 years I'm burnt out. Mm -hmm. It was the first time I had had that thought, like, I'm not excited to do stand-up right now. And I landed... And uh, I called my agent. I was like, yo, is that talk show? Because at first I was like, man, I'm not moving to I lived in L.A. I was like, I'm not moving to Denver. Like, come on. And uh, I, I called him and asked if the opportunity was still there. He said it was. I went auditioned and got it. And, man, I was telling Ty, I just didn't realize, like, I need to get off the road for a little while. And then also exercise a different muscle, which is, like, what I really, what we really all like to do is just run our mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? Like, punchlines are cool here and there. Sure. But I think we just like to talk. And you know, I I didn't realize how much I dig it, and uh, dude, that changed me because that 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 road life, unless you're incredibly disciplined, like you travel like your girl and your dog, like that right. kind of comic, <laughs> like where you can't get in trouble, you leave right after the show, <laughs> dude. It just it eats you up. Cause those guys that are doing the same joke at eight oh six, those guys are yeah. fresh out after that. Yeah, show. Oh, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah they got they got already got fresh direct in the room, and they're just. You, but like guys that are usually wired like us, like you know. It's tough to tell people you don't want to get, like you know, they want you to go out, they want you to have a good time, they yeah. want you to throw back some beers, do some shots. It's hard to be like, ah, you know what? This is, 
this is just a job right now. Yeah. You don't want to tell people that, you know what I mean? No, because it's just an experience for them, right? Yeah, we, it's a story for them the next day. We talked about this with uh, the Crows, right? Every time you go to a new city, you're the party, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. people are coming to see you. Like Even if you're an opener or middle, there's, you're still the show that they came out to have the night of their life right. at. Yeah. And it's like, you, you're a terrible person if you don't stick around yes. after and have a good time with the people. Yes. Terrible person. Man, That's what? why I enjoyed, like it was never a full-time job for me, stand-up. I, I enjoyed it because I didn't have to, because no one that comes to see you wants to think of that as you doing your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't want to look at it that way. And so I never what never felt that way for me. To me, it was a vacation. I got out. I went to a new city. I, you know, I was going to party a little bit, uh, be funny on stage. Hopefully, people like me, make some new friends, and then go back to the job I didn't want to be doing during the week. Right? You know what I mean? Right. So I, I think I was fortunate there. You just battle that constantly right it just- it's dude it's it, because it, it's like you guys are saying when you come into town you haven't seen these people in a year year and a half so like people literally text you like yo dude as soon as you off stage my girl got a, a vip booth set up for us at this club and then we, our, my boy runs a strip club around the cl- it's like what are you gonna do <laughs> like are you headed home to watch showtime signature in your uh, in your hotel like i'm not and i can't i'm not wired like that and i i mean Honestly, I think like for re- for real, like the talk show like helped me like settle down because I was I was gonna Amy Winehouse. That. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. that was that was coming. So I, did, I needed to. She should have went. Yeah. It seemed, if you want, did you see her doc? It was super oh, sad. Sad. I was man. afraid to watch it for that reason. Sad. It's just like if one person in her life Character. had looked out for her. Yeah. That was yeah. the thing. It was, some people are just kind of hell bent on self destruction. She just wanted some help, but like her dad was. Everybody just wanted something from her. Mm-hmm. Fucked up. Mm-hmm. How long were you standing up on the road? <sighs> really, professionally, like ten years. Ten years straight. Ten years hard because I started. Touring with Attell, then I toured with Norton, uh, then I toured with uh, Steve O, and then Steve uh, Bill Bellamy. Uh, Steve O before Hannah, Bill Bellamy? No, it, that those are backwards. Okay, Steve-O I was about to say yeah, Jesus. I didn't no, know no, Steve O had been doing stand up. No, no, no. Uh, Steve O was after Bill Bellamy, but yeah. So and then Hannibal, and Hannibal's sober now, and uh, you know, so like on the road, like we're we're super chill now. But it was. It was super. Did uh, did you guys ever hear about the time the show we did in West Palm Beach where we couldn't talk? Can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> did uh, it? He talked about it on Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I didn't yeah. see it. I didn't see it. <laughs> it was uh, you know it's funny now, uh, <laughs> but we were um, we were on a bus tour and we we ended up our ninth city. We were in West Palm and my buddy is a doctor. Uh, he uh, he had a boat in in West Palm, so we went out on the boat. It was an early show too, so I was like, we're gonna be like respectful uh-huh. you know we're gonna be <laughs> professional so like we were we had a tour manager with us so i was like we we can't really fuck up so we drank <laughs> on the boat but you forget like day drinking on a boat just oh. like it's like sun. two and a half times right. per At least. drink yep. yeah. you know yes. because it's the florida sun oh, yeah. we weren't even going to, we probably all had like three pretty heavy mixed drinks you mm-hmm. know vodka soda whatever and so we got off the the boat and me and Hannibal went back to the tour bus because we were that was our last day on the bus so like we went to get our clothes and the last thing I remember (laughs) was holding up uh do you know the handle of Tito's but it was it was like at the bottom Uh but that's still a lot because it's the handle but it doesn't look like it 
And so I hand, I, I remember turning to Hannah and be like, are we going to be a bunch of bitches and not finish this? <laughs> <laughs> and that is the last thing that I remember. That It was like the hangover on the roof scene. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of come to, and we're walking into the West Palm Improv. And I'm like, I don't know how Hannibal's doing, but I'm like, I'm f- super, like I've been, f- I was like, this is real bad. This is real bad. But I'm not talking to Hannibal. I'm trying to focus because I'm like, I'm worried about myself. Like, yeah. I got to talk for at least 30. He hey. got to do an hour. Hey, Hannibal, every man for yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like, yeah, when y'all are both fucked up and like in the Uber and no one's talking like that. Kind of, <laughs> but this is before the show. Usually that's after the show. <laughs> so we walk in the green room and Hannibal, <laughs> Hannibal goes, Al, whose house is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> He's more fucked up. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like I'm trying to figure out. Like, is he like trying to be funny? Uh-huh. And he's like, no. Why is all our stuff back in here? <laughs> and I'm like, but like getting mad. And I'm like, uh, you know, we got a show. And he's like, he like wasn't. He was hearing me, but not hearing me. And like, so I like, I must have gone to the kitchen trying to get some coffee. And apparently, like, he went for a walk. And our DJ was trying to talk to him. And, like, meanwhile, the doors had opened, like, an hour ago. So our DJ's up there spinning. He spins for, like, a half hour. He had to spin for, like, an hour and a half. Uh-huh. Oh, they were boy. like, yo, the show's got to go on. So my boy, <laughs> Tony, and he talks about it on Hannibal's podcast, Handsome Rambler, he talks about He said, Al went up there against all odds. <laughs> 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 he said... The, the the photographer was standing in front of the stage in case he had to catch me. <laughs> but he goes, I don't remember one second of that show. He said, I did fine. I just, like, went to another place. I don't remember anything. And I went back in the green room passed out. And apparently, like, Hannibal was just in no shape. <laughs> so he went up there and he, like, was not, he couldn't remember any of his jokes. Oh, and, like, apparently man. he turned to, like, the DJ and was like, hey, do you got any jokes? <laughs> <laughs> And it was like they had to refund almost everybody. Like we could not talk, and wow. uh, yeah. And, and to this day, like it's it's been like that was our bonding moment. Where we were like, yeah, we got we gotta we gotta get our shit. Well, <laughs> that 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 was it. The, Rock bottom yeah. came in somebody <laughs> else's house. That, oh, it's a weird incredible. thing when you because you every comic. Um, I try not to drink before I get on stage now, but like every comic's got their kind of rule. Like I used to be two vodka sodas, and mm-hmm. then I do a show. And I, it was just that whenever you break your rule, dude, it's not good. Day drinking on a boat, <laughs> next with finish. Bunch and of white people on the boat. No, my boy, my homie's black, and he had these, you know, the girl. He had some girls on the boat, and we were just. It wasn't like the video you just showed. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, it was, like, was fucking. Yeah, that was not that. But you know, it was just a chill afternoon. That's why I didn't see because we weren't trying to go hard. Like I've gone hard before and still done a show, but. Dude, we were that was as fucked up as I've ever. It's caught you off guard. Yeah, dude, yeah. Was, when you're not planning for it. Yeah. What's like? Do you drink before you guys go on stage? Uh, I have a hilarious concoction that I put together when I go up there, man. What is it? Uh, normally, I take about seventy-five rips off the vape pen, <laughs> and then, uh, then I take a bottle of wine up on the stage, and then I just finish it. You know how when you know how the, uh, close the show is to being over by how much wine is left in the bottle. It's incredible. Really? It's like an hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, when that's empty, the show's, show's over. over. Yeah. It's incredible. I can see somebody it's getting, a great getting to your show late and being like, "How much time's left? He's got Fuck. a half bottle." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't know. Like what, that. I don't know what we missed on the top half of the bottle of the show, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I don't. I don't really get that fucked up. I think during the show I'll have some wine because yeah. I think everybody in the st- in the crowd has drinks, so it's hard not to because the environment yeah. is normally one mm-hmm. where everybody's having a good time. It's hard to be completely. I don't know how sober comics go up there. I like to have a beer or two before I go up, mm-hmm. and then I'll drink one. You know, during the during my show. Diggs, yeah. when you do stand up, what do you do, man? You just well, the one time I went on stage for shouldn't have been up there, I got blacked out. Diggs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. had your situation at West Palm yeah. Beach. I couldn't have been more nervous for a crowd of thirteen. But yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's not good, and it's harder to do it when you're fucked up. So like that's why like it almost like it's it just easier for me to just go up sober and just if I'm gonna have a drink, I have it after. I can't. Dude, I, there's a point where you just can't drink and go on stage because it just it it just ratchets up to the point where oh yeah you get to where we were. <laughs> I've said from time to time that that I deal with credit card debt, and and that let me tell you that's that's a game that you can't win. It's no fun. No. I'll tell you that. No. Nowadays they include a little breakdown to show you how only paying the minimum payments means you'll be paying it off for decades. That's right, decades. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. That's convenient. That's a yeah, it's beautiful very nice. thing. Yeah, it'll put it. you at ease. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed-rate personal loans, no trips to a bank, no high-interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com, tell them about yourself and how much you want to borrow, pick the terms that are right for you, and if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Nice. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. Go to LendingClub.com slash Heartland. Check your rate in minutes and borrow up to $40,000. That's four stacks of high society. That's LendingClub.com slash Heartland. LendingClub.com slash Heartland. All loans made by WebBank. Member FDIC. Equal House Lender. You live in Denver now full-time? I am, man. I dig it out there. You, y'all ever come out that way? I, I played a game there. I've never actually visited there. The place is incredible. Yeah, I would love to go hang out there. Dude, you guys you guys would love it, man. Obviously, all the sports are out there. All the concerts come through. The legal weed is just a game-changer, dude. It has to be. That's what the, My immediate thought was it has to be incredible to live out there where you could just do – can you smoke yeah. wherever, whenever? No, well, it's, it's crazy how time flies, man. There's, I was looking at this billboard that's in front of my place, and it says, uh, if you're going to smoke weed, it's, it says keep off the grass. It means don't smoke outside because like, they're kids. Oh. But it's like, man, that's where we are. Where it used to be. A, now they're just like, can you not blow it in my face? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Isn't that crazy that like it's that legal? Yeah. And, and like they just we just legalized magic mushrooms last month. Yeah. So you can do mushrooms legally. Uh, you can uh, weed. I uh, think Special K for uh, if you get a pres- <laughs> prescription, but it's just like crazy. What De- drugs are legal? Denver's now. trying to make those mountains as interesting as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, I just think it's got to be amazing to be able to go in there and pick your your strain by according to what kind of mood you want to be in. At, during, you know what I mean? It's a big deal, man. Like and more of a crapshoot here. Pharmacy type thing. Yeah, yeah. Those guys, they take know. What you get. Yeah, they know. Yeah. They know what what. You know what everything does because you know it's 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 controlled. It's almost boring. It's scientific. So they're just cr- cross pollinating different strains, and they know the results. So if it's like, oh, Pat, you want to learn how to play the guitar? Well, this will make you more cerebral and kind of chill. Oh, dude, you had a crazy week working. Take this sour diesel, and you'll melt into the couch. You <laughs> yeah. know, yo, and it, it's like, yo, even if you just want to like, what they have, like, you can talk to them about like, I just like to watch old school movies, and they're like. 
this is what you want. It'll make <laughs> wow. it like it's, re- it's like it's, Method Man and How High. Yeah, it's well, really like that. It's not like a crapshoot where your dealer just gives you something. You're like, you don't know how it's going to hit you, <laughs> when it's going to hit you, you know how long it's going to last. Like it's really, it's regulated to the point where it's kind of dope, man. Who would have thought the government it's like knows GNC what workers? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Exactly. Do you want to get shredded or you want to <laughs> put some mass on? <laughs> Sam and I had to completely stop talking to one particular dealer because he gave us stuff that we did not appreciate that he did. We're just like, hey, man. Hey, it was a good run with us, but uh, that last shit you gave us, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I went into a coma. <laughs> 12 hours. You smoked this, you died. Uh, it, it was, I just stopped talking to him. It would, I think it's only a matter of time, right, for the whole country. It's yeah. Denver. Do you think Denver regrets making it legal, or do you think the complete opposite? Absolutely not. Just oh, really? What it does, because think about this: like you're you're bringing in a new business that's cash positive, and now you have not only the owners, so you're bringing in what maybe I don't know fifty new millionaires into your city. Mm-hmm. They now are employing people. Those people are going to restaurants. Those people are then flooding the city with that money, and everybody's doing better. They they're buying apartments. They're buying cars. They're they're spending money in your city, and that's what you want. That's how Vegas works. Any kind of vice, people go places for hookers, people go places for gambling, people go places for weed. So, I mean, there's no way that anybody regrets it because they, they, they're going to smoke it anyway. Mm-hmm. So do you want to arrest them or do you want to make money off them? And that's, oh, that's People the are thing. ODing all over the place on weed. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Robin de- liquor stores. How many deaths this month <laughs> yeah. this year? Oh, zero? It's, it's no. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Add a couple commas on that zero. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rough out there. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's just a matter of time because I think what's going to happen is states that don't have it are just going to be losing so young much. people and creative types so much they're like, yo, because if you if you are a dude data entry or something like that, you could do that in the state where it's legal or it's not. Exactly. So like, unless you have a job that's specific to that city. It, you know, if you can go somewhere and not worry about getting busted for weed. I yeah. have a friend that got busted in Texas, and he's like, dude, I was just sitting in my car in front of the comedy club and got busted. So it's like, why put up with that? It was, uh, I think it was Ty who brought it up yesterday, or someone around. Nevada just um, passed a law that you can't test for weed before a job. Like, you can't test for weed to, oh, wow. like as part of a, a drug test. Did, wow. Really? Was that the NFL? Don't <laughs> what it sounds like. Don't Is that just to work for the government or for... I, so that, I wished I was here because I didn't go into it farther uh-huh. than that. And he was like, he just said that it was now illegal to test for weed uh, before you get a job. Wow. Well, they have all that other drug test. That's they, awesome. They have those drug tests that have like everything. You can get them at yeah. CVS where it's like, all right. Oh, yeah. Specific I'm taking math, you I'm taking this. Yeah, yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah. So you probably just pull out the, the marijuana one out mm-hmm. of that. That's a THU. And also, I would just think if you're a company and you're looking for a qualified candidate, you would just be losing so many good people to mm-hmm. weed. You're like, yo, we do, you know, we design amusement parks here. I expect my employees to smoke some weed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're fucking making a Ferris wheel go in a clown's mouth. Like, yeah, I want you to be a little high when you do that. Like, so, I don't, you know, I think, they, aren't they really just testing for coke and meth? I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you should. I would think so, yeah. And Adderall, yeah. Even in yeah. a backwards place like here in Indiana, it's almost become a no big deal situation unless you got a semi truck full of it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Did you just get a little ticket right here? No, there was a cop that I knew uh, when I played for the Colts that retired from the police force, and I got a text message that said he wanted to smoke immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. I was like, that's hysterical to think about. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I think like, no, right now. Yeah. I'm with my mom. No, Let's you go. didn't hear me. 
now. I was we had yeah. we had high Todd there who went through a real phase. Oh, yeah. where it was like every couple of weeks he was he was baked up. I was like, All it was right, awesome. Todd, okay. We yeah. tried to do a viral clip show, Pat and I, and he would give me oh, some my God, shit. I about that. There was times where we would be in the middle of the show. Well, we'd be done, and then we would go into the edit room like a couple hours later, and they'd be editing it together, Evan would, and I'd be like, I don't remember any of this at all. <laughs> we, so we were trying to use different methods to get Todd high, and by we, it was me. We started out with a bowl, and then we hit like a little cone, and then there was a blunt. And then a rusty spoon with a belt. <laughs> we didn't get to that weed consumption method. We had him hit a bong. The next step was a gas mask, and it would have been oh just a whole other level. Oh, you did the vapor. The vaporizer. Yeah, we hit him with the volcano. Yeah. Yeah, we did the whole thing. Am I the only dude that cannot hit a bong? I always hit it too hard. I burn my throat and I'm high as fuck. Yep, same. I'm not great at it. Every time I do it, I puke. I throw up after I do it. Yeah, it's so intense for me. Some dudes, it seems like they can almost like not sip off it, but just control the amount that they get out. But it just maybe oh, if just Ty hit. if Ty and, and Pat get on each side of me and coach me while I'm doing it, yeah. I'm fine. If you just leave it to me, yeah, I'll just like I'll just do this until I die. Well, Todd, Todd, Todd can't get the smoke out. Yeah, at the beginning, right? Because you didn't pull the mail piece out. Right. So he's just pulling as hard as he fucking can. <laughs> like, you're coming out. And, and then I'm like, oh, it. just pull this thing real quick, and he pulls it. <laughs> Dead. 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 Just gone. It's over. Dead. I don't smoke weed anymore, though. It's a bad drug. Everybody should do it. Speaking of methamphetamine, uh, I saw, Al, you pick up an alligator recently and then promptly drop an alligator. Oh. What, what, what was going on there? That was crazy. That was from this old... I was. Um, I went through because I, I didn't know you could do this. I had... Uh, I had so many emails in my Gmail that I had run out of space. <laughs> like I had like twenty thousand emails, but I I didn't realize that if you just go through and get rid of your promoted emails, like just delete those. The shit you get from like Avis Rent a Car yeah, and all right. that shit, right. shit you don't even know you signed up for. Like that got rid of like half of them. But I found that clip. That was from an old kid show uh, that I used to host. They used to come on Fox at seven o'clock in the morning on Saturdays called Awesome Adventures. <laughs> That was the name of the show. And the whole show was like, basically it was like a promoted thing where we would, like you go around the country and show people what to do on vacation for like teenagers. Mm -hmm. So then they would go tell their parents like, we want to go to Colonial Williamsburg. Like we like I interviewed the slave dude. I'll get to that. <laughs> but I did. Uh, Can't wait. I but, interviewed the slave dude. And when I say the slave, he was a slave. And it was weird. And he was not feeling the interview at all. It was hot in Virginia. I don't blame him. Uh, but yeah, so we were in Jamaica for that shoot. And it was the most, and especially it just shows you how like, because that, that show was probably like eight or nine, maybe even 10 years ago. How just like, because we're seeing all this shit going on in the DR, like in other countries, like America, we got orange cones and guardrails mm -hmm. and like safety. Other countries don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a like. We went went to this alligator sanctuary, and the dude handed me this tiny gator and was like, "Do you want to hold it?" And I'm like, "Shouldn't this motherfucker's mouth?" Be <laughs> I don't know much about gators, but I think we can get some black electrical tape. <laughs> and so he hands me the gator, and I'm just like, you know, like when you just feel like the Whatever you're holding is not feeling you. Yep. Yep. It's yep. like, dude, I'm not, I don't like how you hold it. He's like, hold it by the butt. I'm like, I don't know where the butt, you know. And like that thing went to kind of, I felt like he was going to turn around and snap on me. 
And so it's him or me. And I was like, <laughs> the, 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 the biggest dealer. I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> the guy was so mad at me. He like dropped his baby gator to trap tourists with. But yeah, we, I remember it's so weird with that shoot. Um, we, because it was at a gator farm and they were really trying to promote this gator farm. So uh, you go out on this pontoon boat and they were like, you're guaranteed to see a certain amount of gator sticking their head up in this kind of bayou thing. And we're doing like five miles an hour on this pontoon boat, and we weren't seeing any gators. And, um, you know, it was really no big deal. We just cut around it or whatever. But this guy was so worried that we weren't going to highlight his tour. He was like, hold on. Because he had a um, a spackle bucket that was full of raw chicken, like mm-hmm. wings and shit. Uh-huh. Just chum it up. Yeah, straight raw. This Jamaican dude, fucking shirt off, pants off, takes the chum bucket, jumps in the water. Uh-huh. He is nose deep in. Alligator water. He finds Jesus a gator Christ. and is throwing chicken wings and hitting the gator. <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna get it to open his mouth." And our producer's like, we "Got the shot." <laughs> you know? But it's just so crazy, like how like unregulated. Because we I, when we were out on the boat, and we were going a little faster through things. Like twenty is a little rocky. I go to the dude. I'm like, "Should we have life vests on?" <laughs> and the guy goes, "I don't know." <laughs> like, just like there was, there's no regulations. Yeah. So like, the no OSHA. To, no, yeah. there's none of that. So I kind of appreciate. <laughs> as you get older, you're like, I'll take a little. I'll pay a little bit more and make sure that the the, the ropes are re- reinforced in the zip line. <laughs> <laughs> what was the What was the interview you were about to tell us about the the slave? Oh man. We had to go to Colonial Williamsburg, which was boring as fuck. <laughs> no way. And dude, it's like um, Colonial. Yeah, it's so you know, you know, they like reenactors. They just yeah, like you so walk you, into you the olden through, times. Yeah, old school. What it was Jones Jamestown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamestown, uh-huh. yeah. And so you do that, and you know, because it's really because I was like, who the fuck comes here? You know, who goes there, and it's these weird couples you see. It's old ass white dudes, and they're clearly. Asian mail order brides. <laughs> that because it's like th- that those kind of guys that are interested in reenactments yep, and yep. shit, and then they they can't get a wife obviously because they're interested in reenactments. So then you gotta buy one online and bring her to come. And so that it's just so weird. So we had to do this shoot, and so you go and you go see the miller that's making the the beer and the person to make the bread and candles, and there is a straight up slave there's no other way to say it that's what he was not a free man that happened to be he was a slave and his job was to get water out of the well and like just bring it up and just show how water was got and like all these old white dudes were asking him questions and he was not feeling it and then I had to like stick a mic in this man's (laughs) (laughs) at like one o'clock in the afternoon in Virginia on Saturday afternoon it was hot as fuck and I'm just like, so how does this well pulley system work? And he's like, you dip the bucket in the water. <laughs> and you pull down on the rope until the bucket's in your hand. And it's just like, it was super awkward. But yeah, I don't, it's, it's a, it, we've had a lot of weird jobs. Yeah. I think it seems that, like that, was, that part could have left that role out. You know was, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know they're trying to be historically accurate, but I think that's how important was. was his, well, him getting about, the water as opposed the to guy, a little girl? It was a little unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy bit. that took the job. How hard the times <laughs> have to be that you volunteer to be a slave in uh, a yeah. reenactment? Yeah. Well, I mean, or just getting paid for it. Just like to go into work every day. Because yeah. like, you ever seen like a like a waiter like from the Cheesecake Factory in their uniform in their car? Like... <laughs> 
Yeah. He has yes. to have that moment, but dressed as a slave. <laughs> you got to go pick his kids I mean, up. It'd be one. Why did Cheesecake Factory just do that? Why did it? Because it's spot on. Because it's spot on. I mean, it's one thing to get a part as a slave in Django Unchained. Yeah. But you're doing it as some knockoff, generic ass yeah. tourist attraction it's in Virginia. It's Every day. Weird, dude. It's like, yeah. It's, I don't, Is he it, still doing it right now, you think? Probably. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, that's how you truly know that you have no skills. Yeah, that's the when last. When you're a way. black man and you take a job as a slave who retrieves yeah. water, yeah. as some little piece yeah. of shit. Like, dude, country, they're hiring. You have no skills, no job skills. Go whatsoever. to the Hilton. <laughs> There's other gigs, bro. I'm sorry, man. I don't disrespect any man's hustle. I'm sorry, man. What if you turn that entire interview into that right there? Yeah. We were just staying at the Hilton down the street. Definitely can hire you for something. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about it? <laughs> Just extend the money. <laughs> then extend them an application. We already started it for you. <laughs> Just signed. Who owns that? Who owns that whole place? Uh, is that I, like a, a bunch of bunch company? of white, bunch of white people? Yeah. I imagine. <laughs> I'd assume yeah. it's Caucasians, but I don't know who yeah. says that that role is needed in the yeah. entire. It's like such. A, it's a big. Uh, like complex. I mean, there are people that live there and there's people that live around there because that's where um I believe that's where William and Mary is in mm -hmm. that in that oh, city. Okay. Yeah. So like there's there's like life around there. There's like student housing and shit not too far. So it's not like this enclosed kind of place. It's a place where you can park and like walk for most of the day. You know? So Got it. I don't I don't I don't know who would go there, but <laughs> if you do all right. Go I see just, our guy. Get him a job somewhere else. I just think people go there and they're like, this is the way it should be. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> These women can't vote. <laughs> that brother getting the water knows what's up. What I if, mean, why else would you go there? Uh, what else? <laughs> what if no, some of these guys man. got their mail order brides over here from whatever country and they never leave that spot? They just live right in there. They say, oh, this is America. Yeah, yeah this I got is. my hot wife that's 40 years younger than me and doesn't speak the language. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th those. Uh, by the way, I'm obsessed with 90 Day Fiance. Do y'all watch that? No. no. Dude. What is it? Fellas. I would never normally tell you to watch a TLC show. <laughs> Dude, it's these people that meet these people overseas and try and bring them over here. And they got 90 days to get married. But obviously, you're crazy if you do that for the most part. So Chase be coming over here and clearly just like, I'm waiting that time. And as soon as they get that wedding license... Give me half, dude. <laughs> they get that shit via text message, dog. And like, the dudes I, get it via text message. Yeah, like if you like, especially like, cause once, because the girls are usually half of them are like okay, but some of them are smoking hot. Like mm -hmm. there's this one guy uh, from Chicago got this 19 year old from Mexico. Is one of the prettiest girls I've ever seen, and like within a year she was just like, I want half, and she didn't speak a. A lick of English before she got here. She yeah. she knew how to type. I want half. That happens so much in the military. Dude. Like dudes, you know, when I was an MP, a military policeman in the Marine Corps, but half of what you did was just domestic disputes because all these Marines would bring back these beautiful brides from the Philippines. But once they got the hang of, oh, I can make it in America now. I, I can speak a little bit. I can make it on my own. That dude was out. 
Yeah. Right away. Oh, yeah. It just happened. Every, I'm like, and nobody learned from the previous example. <laughs> yeah. He just kept doing it over and over, like this vicious cycle. What yeah. was that show that you were really into? Because uh, why you got the survivor straw and all this stuff. They had the breakaway, uh, breakout vehicles and like the, uh, it was the Doomsday Preppers. Doomsday oh, yeah, Pre- yeah. yeah. Doomsday Preppers. There was one guy on Doomsday Preppers that obviously bought his wife. <laughs> yeah. And That's what, she was what it is. so yeah. mad during the entire process because he was like showcasing his whole his whole thing. Like, uh, you like it? He's like holding her hand. You like it, right? And she's like, mm-hmm. like I, oh. I left the fucking Russia for this. And I <laughs> am very regretful of everything I've ever done. Those situations are awkward. Very Those situations very. are awkward. Well, I mean, every guy... Wants to outkick his coverage. Yeah. But we all know, and we've met girls where you're just like, there's a, there, you have no business with me. Mm-hmm. And those guys have to know that. Unless you're just a complete narcissist, you know, like if some Russian model was like, hey, what's up? You'd be like, <laughs> Okay, you think about like, like on all Facebook, right. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, you got like this. They're just catfishing everybody. Yeah, nowadays. one after and another. It works. Oh, You're gonna get oh, somebody. Sure. Oh yeah. Todd so, versus Tech there for a while. I mean, Todd was having a real issue with all these people that uh, like Russian. There was just these bots that were showing up in Todd's fucking Instagram. Yeah, for a while I had two <laughs> comedian friends, right? That and I, I would just look to see if they also were friends with them. <laughs> Immediately, blo- yeah, I'll yeah. block this one. Yeah. yeah, I know what this one's about. You just know. Because <laughs> they would befriend all of them. Yeah. It's just a smoking hot chick, but she's only got two pictures and 19 followers. It's yeah. like the hottest chick you've ever seen. I'm like, uh, this is probably not. Rosalita9681. <laughs> <laughs> she likes me. <laughs> There's dudes out there, though, that yeah. they, they hook, line, and sink all the way in. Dude, yeah, man. Because I, mean, I think what it is is everybody is like, we can talk for a living. We're fairly affable dudes. You can go out and kind of interact. But if you're a guy that doesn't feel comfortable in bars, doesn't feel comfortable in social situations, doesn't have a job that caters to, like, eligible women, you're going to be relegated to being online, and who's going to really hit up a random dude in the middle of the country? It's going to be a girl that might have a situation mm-hmm. that you might be willing to hear out. Let's be honest. <laughs> and to you them, know? to them, sex chat fuck with me tonight is one of the sexiest yeah. things they yes. know over here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The and, info. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, if, if she is a real girl, you know, and she'll FaceTime, I mean, she, they're going to be really sweet over the thing and, no, oh, I miss you, Patty, where you? <laughs> why don't you come get me? <laughs> you know? And it's like, after a while, you're like, yo, why am I going to get her? <laughs> Boys, you know what's almost here? What's almost here? Father's, Father's Day. Day. Nick? Summer? The day of my father. Father's Day. Uh. Okay, so I'm thinking like I usually do. What do I get fair and square Larry? you know? It's tough. What do I get them? Because there's all the bullshit gifts that everybody gets yes, their dad. But I have friends, and so do you. And luckily, they called me, and they said, Hey, Gorman, we know you're going through some stuff with this Father's mm-hmm. Day stuff, mm-hmm. but we've got your Father's Day gift covered this year. Oh, Fuego cool. Box. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> friends. Now, they know that, and you know that Father's Day is right around the corner. And everybody, guys, has done the standard gift items for dad. Clothes, boring. Yep. Cologne. Lame. Smell, smells good, Lame. but boring. A nice bottle of liquor. You don't know what can happen after that. Oh, boy. Done, done, done. No more, right? Done, done, done. Well, Fuego Box has something different and much better than any of those for you on this Father's Day. Fuego Box is a craft hot sauce store and subscription club. They put together a ton of spicy gift options, all at different price points. Okay? All of them. All of them. 
All right. Now, whether Dad is in insane heat or he just wants something to add some more flavor to the barbecue this summer, Fuego Box, yes, they have you covered. They're also offering our listeners right here at Heartland a special promo of 10% off any purchase. Todd, it doesn't matter what you buy. You're getting 10% off. Let's go. Because you listen to this show. It's easy. You just go to FuegoBox.com slash America. That's FuegoBox.com slash America. And your is, your discount, it's automatically applied. So awesome. thank you to our friends at FuegoBox. Take care of the old man. Bailey, if you're listening, hook me up. You're watching Nev Shulman. Nev, what's his name? Nev uh, from Catfish. Yeah, Catfish. That guy made a... Probably millions of dollars at this oh, yeah. point Probably, off of this situation yeah. right here. Yeah. Every time on repeat. The one guy thought he was dating Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> that was that one guy thought he was dating Katy Perry. I've never been more confused in my life watching that. I, I was like, this human exists. I have no idea this could even right. possibly I, I got a confession. Here we go. I got catfished once. What? Yeah, Not wrong dude. with that, by the way. I got catfished, and I got catfished with not only pictures, but I got <laughs> Oh boy. My homeboys would never let me live this down because it was on my group chat. I'll show you the, the screenshots. <laughs> but I got catfished in like we would FaceTime, and I still didn't. I didn't process like what some women are, especially if you're a dude and you're not sat privy to that kind of like knowing angles. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, angles, okay. dude. There's some women that should be geometry professors <laughs> dude like and first of all i like big girls so shut the fuck up I'm from mid i'm from the midwest i like big girls but some girls that are really big if they got like big breasts and you know they they have a pretty face you can hit angles the one like high up like you look like the jump man's logo <laughs> <laughs> where you're coming down and then like they'll get the one a lot of times where it's just their face and they're like Rest their hand on their chin because that that forearm's blocking like a lot of like a world of hurt, <laughs> and so like you just see this pretty face all the time, and you just like do and like this is happening in real time. Like we're Facetiming, like I can see her, her moving around her house, man, bro, bro, got off that plane, homie. You, you took a plane to see her. What a romantic! She did. Go on. You flew her in though. What a romantic guy. It's, you at the airport or you in the car? I was at the airport. So okay. you're waiting for her. I was waiting like 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I, I was almost a dude that has the sign like "Welcome home." <laughs> dude, it was. God. What happened? You turn around, and get out. Uh, you had to do it, it at that point. <laughs> she, she came for a significant amount of time. What? She she came for a significant. Amount. <laughs> you moved her in, Al. She stayed at your place. Al, you moved her in. Yeah, I didn't move her in, but like she knew too the whole damn time. Near, I mean, it was it was a uh, it was thirty days. <laughs> <laughs> this should be a documentary. And that then 30 it was days. just like, dude, it was just because. We connected on a spiritual level, friendship level, but it's like, I'm sorry, man. You misrepresented yourself. <laughs> you lied like, to me. You lied to me by like, and I'm not talking like, dude, I'm talking about like. Go on. 60 pounds. <laughs> 70 pounds. Real. And then huh? like five, one, five, two. That's not, that's really showing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it was just a lot, dude. She and knew I, too the entire time, by the way. Yeah, because yeah, because she knows. She knows. She's her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, you dudes know, do this too. You though. know the oh, same yeah. dude. If I fucking send her 
pictures of Tyson Beckford's abs, she's gonna realize once I take my shirt off that's not the situation. You know, it's, it's like you know what you look like, and it was just like it. I probably would have been cool with it, you know, cooler with it. You know, had she at least told me, like, hey, I'm a bigger girl. I don't know if you into that. I've had big girls tell me that, like, yo, I'm a big girl. If you don't like that, I get it. But there's some dudes that get down with that. Cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, don't mm. do it for a month, like, pictures and just, like, I just didn't really. First of all, fellas, be wary of robes. <laughs> <laughs> robes are because they're like the way they're cut they're perfect for girls with boobs uh-huh. they give you all the cleavage but then they plume out so then everything else going on under there just like, yeah. it's design yeah, yeah by design dude so yeah you get a couple robe pics run Al, Al but come on how was that loving <laughs> Okay. Remembering it right I, now. I, I flashbacks. It, like his PTSD. Soul, dude. His soul just yeah. left his body. Yeah, it was. That was a tough response there for that question. I mean, it was a deep sigh, and then everything just went blank on his face. Literally, there's so much regret in his face. I don't think I've ever seen that much it regret. It wasn't in one even sentence. like it wasn't even because I'm like I'm I'm not trying to even make this like this is funny and that like I'm gonna be like it was terrible. It was like I really try to be like I like her as a person. Let uh-huh. me let me try and make this work because I was like she's here <laughs> she's for a here. minute. So like this. So How'd you like, get her out? I dude, I waited the thirty days. Now luckily I had Fucking to bounce trial period. I, yeah, I had to bounce <laughs> for two weeks during that time, which kind of cut it really down to two weeks. Okay, which really helped because like. I, I fought through it the first week and just like took some shots, you know, in the kitchen. And then you go in there and you do what you got to do. But Fucking then that soldier, bro. Dude, that last week, my dick was not having it. <laughs> my dick and I had like that conversation you have just with each other, like, hey, bro, I've tried to support you thus far. <laughs> this is where I get up. And then, like, you know, you don't want to disrespect and then not be able to get hard, but it was not happening. No the look more. on your face when you were searching for the words to describe how it, that loving was was like, you ever meet somebody who who had to, for like a month, work at a dog shelter and be the person who gets the shot. <laughs> you know, the, oh. Like, like I, yeah. I, don't like, I don't like doing this. I don't like doing this. I've appreciated, oh. my job. I've appreciated your work <laughs> thus far. Yeah. Have you guys kept in contact? No, nah, she texted me like, she didn't text me for like a month and a half and more than that, maybe two and a half months. And then randomly she texted me last week and I should text her. I just don't want to like. Oh, so this is recent. Yeah, not super recent, but like yeah, 2019. Is... <laughs> <laughs> That's recent. Pretty, recent. pretty recent, Al. Yeah, so Al, like... but on day three, though, you're waking up and you're like, okay, we're starting to day. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. You look over and go, damn. It, it, yeah. Let's find her, man. Because, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like, because now you have somebody in your house that you're not that attracted to, and then like the girls that you are attracted to, you can't bring them over. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, let me not be a dirtbag and like see if yeah. I can really find somebody to try and connect with. And then I did, and like, dude, I got straight. And I got uh, I, that's why I respected it so much. I was like, you catfished me on 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 Facetime. <laughs> that was amazing. Did you talk to her about it since? No, it she was knew just, when oh, she left. Yeah, dude, like. <laughs> Bro, it was just like, and then the last couple of days, she was like, I feel like we're not connecting. I was like, don't do this. I was like, we got 72 hours. Let's have some fun. 
take some shots or whatever, but it's like, let's not act like we don't both know, like, what the issue is. You know, like, don't make me say it. And then you don't say it, and then we won't say it. And that's fine, too. So I don't want to disrespect anybody, but she's really nice and sweet. It's just like, man, if you misrepresent yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like... A nice and sweet liar. Yeah, it's like you you lied. You no different than if you lied about like, oh yeah, I used to play in the NFL. You if you if you didn't, that's a lie. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's just like stolen dude, valor. Yeah, dude. It's mm-hmm. after that. It's like I don't really trust everything. I know? will say, dudes do this as well though. So this we we got to make sure this is yeah, yeah. a fair thing. There's a lot of dudes doing. There's a lot of guys that. Are, what do you think guys lie about most? Well, there's guys send fake dick pics. I think is weird. Todd that's does good it. play. <laughs> Your dick's never on the internet. The um, I I've never sent a meat tweet or uh, or a text or anything like. Yeah, I feel like I got ahead of the game there. But there's a lot of guys that I saw play for the Colts for about a day and a half, but maybe, maybe, maybe seven two hours. We'll talk about it. Get the jersey. Yeah, and I watch those dudes change their Instagram, Twitter, Facebook immediately. Member of the Indianapolis Colts, they take as many pictures as they can. Like it's like they're on a fishing trip where they like just change a <laughs> yeah. shirt. They're like in the locker room for like one day with four different outfits yeah. on. Like yeah, oh, yeah, we getting that work in. Like in the gym <laughs> with like six different shirts on. Like in the Colts gym, you know what I mean? And they're just catfishing the shit. I've I personally watched like forty to fifty guys do it to people. I'd assume that's that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they're flexing all over the place, just lying to people completely, oh. just like old uh, old precious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Before my current relationship, I lied for the first three months of every other relationship I've ever had. Like, <laughs> you're, you're just a nicer, different person. You're not your real person for the first few months. So exactly. technically, you're catfishing and lying. I, I and, then, and, then, and then your real person shows. I would say yeah. that that's pretty accurate. Like you, you hide things about yourself that you know may not put you in the best light with that person during well, the, the first little bit of dating. Well, I'd ask you, is it hiding it or is it like kind of doling it out? Yeah, slowly yeah, because steps. in a oh uh, you way, will lie about things you like that you don't like though just because she likes it shit like that you know what I mean and yeah. then the reveal yeah. happens yeah. I, I, I love yeah. pegging yeah <laughs> get the kid again to the strap on oh yeah no, I, I got it I liked it <laughs> I didn't I didn't hear I I forgot Todd was I uh, got fucked in the ass <laughs> I mean but do you think maybe as you get older and you get to know yourself you stop doing that I because so. oh yeah in yeah, a weird yeah, way sure. you're really just wasting your own time because if oh, you're yeah. telling her Correct. that you like to go hear live music in the park like you know like when you lie to chicks that you think are like really smart and you tell them you like jazz and you're like oh, <laughs> no one likes jazz and so like you know you have to after a certain point you're like i'm gonna tell this girl what i'm about like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of I used to be a wild boy. I'm trying to settle down. I got this podcast going. I got this show going. But this is me. If you like it, cool. If not, yo, let's finish this drink and we'll keep it moving. And I think like the girl that you're meant to be with or the dude you're meant to be with will respect that. Because I don't want to. I don't have. I'm 41. I don't really have time to be like. You're 41. Yeah. You look like you're in like your late twenties, oh, early thirties. Good you. for you, man. It's a lot of work I, I, to pretend Pat's to like. About to hit it later. All those things. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm just saying. Well, I, have a, I, have a, I have a theory about this, and it's like it has to do with because of the age I'm at now. So, the older you get, like the less testosterone your body produces, all that stuff chemically it starts to slow you down. Your sex drive goes down the older <laughs> you get. So, the older you get. 
like the better person you become. Uh, because it's hard. If you're a very sexually driven person, it's hard to also be a very good person. You know what I <laughs> That's mean? Super yeah. Like young, Such a good... young people that don't have a strong sex drive, those are our saints. Those are the people that go to Haiti twice a year to build hospitals <laughs> for kids. I mean, that's that's just a real You're thing. Right. Those are your Peace Corps. That's your Peace Corps <laughs> right there. You're a thousand percent right. Yes, yes. No, that's so real because if you do have a strong sex drive, you are going to say and do whatever you have to do to get laid. You will manipulate. And, yeah, do you live here? Yeah, I, I live here in Louisville. <laughs> Where do you live? Round the corner. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you're going to do something to satiate that sex drive. And as you get older Whoa. and that thing goes, you're just like, hey, I just want somebody to go to CVS with when I got the stomach cold. <laughs> That's like what real, real relationship is. When you're sick. It's taking down a lot of men, that old yeah, sex dude. drive thing. Taking oh. out, start wars. Like you can make the, the argument flu. most men. Well, I had a stomach flu, too. Too. Yeah, stomach flu also fucking ruins. Well, right. Yeah, I think what's was, going around the office. Yeah, I had that north and south one time. That stomach oh, yeah. flu the night oh, before audition. That was the first time I was like, yeah, you, when you got to make that that real selfish choice, like when you're throwing up on the toilet, and you know, like yep. you either got to go for the trash can or stay on the toilet. Through <laughs> <laughs> the legs. That, yeah, yeah, that's that's a real that's the first major decision you have in your life. <laughs> What do I want to? Or do I want to clean up a combo of both? <laughs> You're a dad, right? Yes, father yeah. three. Yeah, how's that yeah. going, dude? Really good, man. Yeah. Really what What good. are the ages? Twelve, almost eleven, and five. Oh, so, that's yeah. the busy ages too, dude. It's it's You're crazy. The, probably busier than you've ever been in your life. Yeah, because my kids it, are still work wise in. Yeah, my kids are in in really good schools in L.A. And I got you know. I'm not going to pull them out of L.A. to go to, to yeah. have them go to Denver, and then the show gets canceled, and then we're effed. So yeah. I go back to L.A. every weekend. So I really just use United like a bus. I get on the 5. <laughs> I really do. I get on the 535 on Friday. I get to L.A. at roughly 715, and I take the 10 time out on Sundays. And, uh, you know, we do it like that. It's, you know, it's, it, and first of all, shout out to the Facebook portal. We have breakfast every morning. That Facebook portals changed the game. For a like lot that. of people are getting that. Is Dude. that the, uh, what's the name commercial? Neil Patrick Harris. Patrick Harris. Yeah. It's uh-huh. crazy. It's really. It follows you, right? It follows you. It so locks like, in on you. You don't have to like you. stop and be like, oh, hold on. Let me go to the next room. Like you just, you could be like cutting onions and go and throw something away and be like, hold on, go take a piss, come back. Open the refrigerator and you're just talking like the person's in the room. It's really. It must be easy to use too because my sister got one for my mom so that she could talk to her grandkids there. And yeah. my mom has no problem using it. So you I literally, assume it's as it dummy has proof a cord. as possible. There's no other cords. It's just a cord to plug it in and put your Facebook account on. And anybody you're friends with on Facebook, you just like, you know, Tom McComas and just push it and it just calls you. Wow. You don't have to do you if as long as you can use your finger. Yeah. You use it. <laughs> Zuckerberg yeah. is dope. now in every house with eyes on everything. That dude is next level. I mean, it's I watched Social Network this weekend and it's to think that that was a hot or not app and now you got fucking uh, Al Jackson talking to his kids while making right? breakfast in Denver. Yeah. To, yes. That's incredible, that's it, man. It's incredible. How are you with uh, internet privacy? Are you guys really crazy about that, or do you not care? Or? I they're listening to everything. Yeah, I mean everything. Yeah. Everything. I personally don't clear. mind that my feed, uh, the ads in my feed, actually pertain to shit I really want. Yeah, and I, I don't get flooded with too. useless shit anymore. I kind of dig it. Like every t- every ad, boom! Oh, those yeah, those jeans look awesome. You know what I mean, dude? Yeah. 
But they are specifically targeting guys like you, though, Todd. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that is, like, my mom and my dad are just the targets of this type of thing. And not only that, though, it, it is listening through the mic. Because oh, yeah. you'll be having a conversation mm-hmm. about something specific, like a trip. You'll be talking about, oh, I'd like to go to Bermuda. And boom, here's some fucking flight deals. Options. To to, yeah. Which, yeah. which is nice, actually. I, and I, I enjoy, enjoy it. A little personal I only, assistant. In I only shop off. Yeah, I think we're in too deep to actually worry about it. Like, I, there's no getting out. There's or, no getting out. Unless you go, unless you're going to be, like, a wild Alaska off the grid yeah like there's really what are you going to do if you have an email address if you have social media if you have a debit card mm-hmm. what do you they got a full you, profile and there's nothing you can do. I, also got, I mean i got nothing to hide I mean, what, yeah like what a, nobody cares i know see nobody cares and then are they trying to deny that they're listening to the mic is there people yeah the people behind the apps are they trying to I lie think, about yeah, they it? have to they i think they have to be like no, yeah, we don't do that. Yeah. It's just uh, their trends. We follow their activities, and we can guess what they like. And it's like, yeah. I don't know, man. Just three minutes ago, I was talking about this, and you just showed up right in my thing. Literally it's- after every podcast episode, because of our phone set up here, every ad that we do in here shows up in my feed. That's interesting. That, those companies are flooding but my But do you feed. think eventually they're just going to be like, yeah, we're doing it. What are you going to do about it, pussy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you remember like there used to be like everybody had that conspiracy theory that like, yo, my iPhone... The battery's getting worse, and like yeah. every time they come out with a new one, it doesn't work as well. And I think they wanted to buy new phones, and then they got sued by like some company in Switzerland. And they were like, "Yeah, we're doing that." And everybody's like, "All right, oh, well, yeah." You, like, what are you gonna do? Not it, have a fucking cell phone? Did you we guys, knew it. Did you see what was going on last week? Um, it was going around the internet. Uh, people were doing it. You go into your Instagram and you go settings, security, and then ads, and you could see like what your ads are supposed to be in Instagram. Uh-huh. And I think Instagram is trying to throw us off because like mine were not even close. Like mine were well, money in Game of Thrones makes sense. But then my other ad interests were triathlons, <laughs> uh, member states of the Council of Europe, uh, stock, G20 major economies, and coast-to-coast mixtapes, um, which I did start a SoundCloud slash digs with six Zs. Um, but like, I, don't, I, think, I think Instagram is actually trying to throw us off and make us think uh, that they aren't listening. Where's this ad? Uh, so... Let me make settings, security, settings, security, and then ads. Maybe access data. Mm-hmm. Access data and then ads. Scroll down and see if you could find ads. It is kind of oh yeah. View all ads, interests. I didn't even know that was a thing. What do you got? Shopping and fashion. Okay. Shoes. Mm-hmm. Physical fitness. Okay. Know, Those know. are okay. Physical exercise. Video games. Eh. Oh, let's yeah. go. <laughs> I gotta stop hanging around Zito. Football. Mm-hmm. Parentheses soccer. Oh, oh. Yeah, they're listening. Sports. Were you guys talking about women's soccer at all? Oh, yes. oh yeah. Okay. We were just talking That's, about the yeah. women's World Cup. Sports, yeah. hotels, basketball, automobiles. So they see me play basketball. They see me check into hotels. I drive, obviously. See, yours aren't bad. Mine, Mine are spot. The, the triathlon and G20 Summit. I, maybe I need. Uh, I know why that is. Something it's because of all the likes of all the foreign Instagram models that you have <laughs> in the different countries. UN. This dude loves the United Nations. Okay, I got a question. I've stopped doing that. About all this. You're if you man, guys, bro. if you hired a personal assistant mm-hmm. that did all the shit that we're kind of mad at Instagram for doing, would would you feel the same way? Like if they, if you hired somebody and their their whole goal was to stay employed and keep you happy, Pat. They would be like, "What? Well, what is he into? Football, mm-hmm. women's soccer, uh, <laughs> traveling. You know, traveling, making sure his travel's easier, yeah. finding deals for him. So, like, why are we mad that our phones do that? Yeah, for us? That's what I'm saying because, I'm really not. because the person who works for you, you would help with sign an NDA. So <laughs> yeah. that's the that's <laughs> exactly. the biggest difference there between <laughs> Instagram and an assistant. Yeah, but it is all this information at some point is gonna 
it's either going to very much help society or completely fuck society. I mean, something's going to happen. I right? think they have everything. Everything. They not they lock down like what people you know they have it broken down age, race, religion, liberal, conservative, gay, straight. They figured it out, but you know some of it is being used obviously for political reasons to send people to certain sites to aggravate certain groups. But a lot of it, I think, is just like, yo, people that live in Charlotte uh, don't really care. They could care less about uh, this thing going on in California. Let's market this festival that they do seem to like. They really like barbecue and shit there. Mm -hmm. So let's market this there. I think it's more like, how can we make money off you guys, which Correct. is really what this country is built on. Well, how, I, Which I respect. The How do you feel about the 23andMe's and all that shit? Because that stuff's starting to come out now that it's catching murders for like 25 yeah. years. Like the Golden State Killer, I guess. That thing, yeah. they tracked down... Uh, somebody's DNA from somebody in the family, and then they tracked it back all the way to this guy who was a cop, right? Twenty some yep. years ago, he mm -hmm. was the one that was doing the Golden State killing, and it was because of the Twenty Three and Me and the health kits. It's like it's getting—they literally know everything. They Dude, even know I your got DNA. A crazy story for you, man. All right. Uh, the, and it's gonna start out super depressing, but you know, it's, it's life. Uh, when my mom was 15 and she was a young girl in Mississippi, she got uh, she got raped by this dude. And back then, they used to make women uh, carry the baby to term. And Jeez. then because you were an unwed mother, especially under 18, they sent you to what was called like a home for wayward girls. And they made you you had the baby there and then you were forced to give the baby up for adoption. So uh, my mom gave her a name. And then for the rest of my mom's life, uh, she's been like looking for her daughter. And so she told me about this maybe like I'm 41 now, so I was probably like. 20, 29, just home in Cleveland visiting. And she was like, I have something to tell you. This happened. So you definitely have a sister. I've been looking for her for years. My mom has her shit together, two masters, a PhD. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, you know, but you have a sister out there. I can't find her. But I just want you to know, you know, in case something happens to me, like you do have a sister. And so smash cut to two years after that. No, no, no. 15 years after that conversation, like two years ago, um, my mom is on 23 of me trying to figure out why um, everybody in my family is lactose intolerant, gets an email from the website saying that there's there's a user on here that has 50% of your DNA, gets an email, would you like to be connected to him? She says yes, then gets an email from a woman that's like, I think I'm your daughter. Wow. Let's go. My mom meets her daughter, and... Uh, she is, and then so I, because she lives in Charleston, South Carolina. She has a master's in social work. My mom has a master's in social work. Her husband's an author. He actually did the autobiography on that Dylan Roof kid, the guy that shot those nine yeah. church parishioners. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're like a real dope couple. I went and met my sister, and dude, like biologically, there's like, that's my sister. Like we connected instantly. She looks like my mom. She laughs like my mom. So I think a lot of, it, you know, it's going to be. It's gonna be good and bad because a lot of people like me are gonna be meeting their sister or their 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 long lost daughter. But a lot of people are gonna be figuring out like that ain't your daddy, dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always you say. know. And it's yeah. just like so. It's like what do you? How much information do you want to know? You know. And, and so I mean, obviously it worked out well for me, but I know a lot. There's of, some Maury Povich situations coming right down the pipe. Absolutely. A lot of comics been a lot of Rolling Stones out there. <laughs> <laughs> How's your relationship with her today? I mean, very close. You're still with her, still communicating. Very. We talk every couple of days. Nice. Like, yeah, we're really close. We're um, 
I'm actually planning to fly. That's the thing. When you have three kids, every fucking trip is like, <laughs> it just you might as well just back up a gold dump truck to United Airways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're all going to go out there um, uh, in a couple weeks because uh, they live in Charleston, South Carolina, which is beautiful anyway. So. Yeah. yeah, great place. Uh, cool and my, place. And, oh, and I forgot the best part of the story, dude. So how did I forget this? So And it's just crazy how life works out, dude. So the first time I go to visit my mom and me, my sister in Charleston, I only really had time to go for a day because I had to fly out. It's a long-ass flight from Denver, so I had to fly out. Uh, we had the whole day Saturday night to fly out Sunday. So I get there Saturday, meet her. We're chopping up, talking. I'm meeting family members I never met before. Beautiful day. So we go out to the bars later, me and my mom, uh, my sister and her husband. And this dude, I'm like, oh, he must be one of my uncles. And so I'm talking to this guy, connected. I'm like, man, this guy's good-looking, funny. I like this dude a lot. Uh, and then, like, it slowly started to hit me. It's like, oh, this dude is trying to date my mom. <laughs> like, I'm not related to him at all. He was like a friend of my sister and her husband's. And so I'm like, you just realize you've been cock blocking. Because like, I'm like in, in the middle of the, the two of them, her gigantic son. Like, so what are we doing? And I was like, oh, I'm that dude. And I was just like, I when I found out, like, that they were on a first date. I like pulled my mom in a unisex bathroom at a bar in Charleston. And I was like, this is the dude. I was like, <laughs> oh, I, you're, you're uh, for it. Oh, my nice. God. Yeah. I was like, this is the dude that I've been waiting for you to get. Like, funny, good looking, like, got his shit together, financially settled, just uh, got everything. And they are getting married in like three months. Nice. Oh, so, look at that. So Cousin like, 23 awesome. and me. Yeah, so my mom met her husband and her daughter through that. You guys should be on the commercial. Yeah, Dude, you should for be real, the commercial. Man. And maybe they'll pay for the United flights. Exactly. <laughs> now fly my freaking kids out there. <laughs> I wish we had an ad read for them this episode. We don't, but you guys can look up a previous one where we did. We do have a promo code on there where you get a discount. Yeah. Good shit's happening Dude, on there. Dude, craziness, man. Life is, life is crazy because, I mean, I think. I couldn't imagine as somebody that has children, like knowing that you had a kid out there in the world, but not knowing where they were, you know, I couldn't imagine like how that would that emptiness or just like knowing that there's a part of you out there. So, I mean, I feel like for my mom to meet her daughter was so like that, like completed her life. Yeah. That would give her so much closure. Dude, it's everything. Yeah. Was, 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 was your mom's, was your sister looking for your mom at the same time? Yeah, she was. Oh, and, and the reason that, that, went down and like how she couldn't find her was because the way it went back then is like once like let's say you gave y- your kid up for adoption and you named him Nick so you could not find him they would take it and name him Anthony right and so like then you're looking for somebody named Nick and you'll never find names. them so it's like that's that's why she could never find her daughter is because she was the name that they gave her was not the name that she ended up with um, but those people in 1950 or whatever didn't anticipate genetic mm-hmm. testing being available or even what genetics were. So uh, this Father's Day, yeah. get fifty dollars off 23andMe's health and ancestry kit at 23andMe.com/slash/heartland. Yes, there it is. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> what a beautiful product. Now I'm even more behind it, dude. It's it's a real thing, and I'm I'm never against police being able to use it. Like you know, yeah. if you murdered somebody thirty years ago and yeah. you, you were dumb enough Pay to up. spit in this thing instead of then, yeah, yeah. I don't know, Todd, you get on there and you find out you have six more gators running around <laughs> <laughs> back there. Yeah, man. Oh, hey, yeah. yeah. and also like, there's a lot of innocent people that that could be let out yeah, yeah. genetics. Mm-hmm. So like, let's just get that let's just get that done and get people that need to be home home. Yeah, but absolutely, dude. So what what do you uh, you were a teacher for how long before you got into stand up? 
Five years? Five years? Yeah, taught middle teach? school science. Oh, science? Yeah, I got my I got a degree in biology and a master's in, in uh, biomedical sciences. So I was I was really just teaching middle school because I was um, I wanted to take a little time before I applied to medical school. And then once I started teaching middle school, then I started writing jokes about teaching middle school. And then next thing you know, really. So yeah. you were you were thinking about being a doctor at one point. Not thinking. I was like that was I, your plan. Yeah, I mean, all my friends are doctors. Most, I would say, really, half my friends, my all my ex girlfriends are doctors. My best friend wow. uh, is a surgeon in Malibu. My other homeboys a pediatric surgeon. Like all my friends are doctors. Where'd you yeah. go to school at for it? Uh, I went to Brown for my last two years. Oh, I went to a small you. black school for my first two years and transferred to Brown for my last two. And uh, then I did medical research at Rhode Island Hospital uh, for two years under a grant. And then. Uh, moved down to Miami to go to graduate school at Barry University down there and went to graduate school for two years. And then after grad school, I taught middle school science before I applied to medical school. And then while I was while I was kind of <laughs> treading water, you know, first of all, being in Miami, I was just like, I don't know if I want to leave this. <laughs> yeah, Miami, man, back then, early 2000s, there's like this, I don't know if we're like the last generation of people that just like, got to live without like the internet hawking mm. everything we're like i feel like i can't relax in public at all or like do any i feel like every little thing could be misconstrued or like what are you doing and why are you drunk and like what so it's just like that there was a period of time where you could just do, do whatever you, yeah and it was all forgotten in the morning no, <laughs> I, feel, I, yeah. I feel a lot of pressure to act perfectly in public now so like if i don't wash my hands for the full 45 seconds to a minute i feel like somebody's gonna say that i'm a disgusting grimy person yeah if instagram story nice bro yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> which is a real thing it's a yeah, real thing real thing i actually feel that way it's a whole different but back in the day it was so awesome man. it was it was and we just didn't know it we mm -hmm. just didn't know how great it was to just be anonymous and just like go out and just rip it up with your homeboys and get home and do it all again the next day. It, and also like not have the pressure to feel like you had to record your fun. Exactly. You know, yep. like I see people like partying and like hanging out with Pat and the fellas. Like I, what? If you're really partying, like you don't got time <laughs> <laughs> and you can't cause you don't need a phone out. Cause some people are married. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you don't, I kind of miss that. I miss the, the kind of like wild, wild west of how it was before the internet. Yeah, I, I went, agree. went out to have drinks with Mitrione after the comedy show at Helium. So we have two drinks there, and I'm tired. I'm like, I'm an old man. I'm like, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm ready to go home. And he was like, you know, Mitrione, the hurricane. No, 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 no. I don't get down there very often to hang out. So he so he's grabbed me, like, just jokingly, but he's a big mixed martial artist, so I can't get away. And he's like, no, we're going to go for one more beer. He's taking me to that place. <laughs> and then I woke up the next morning, and some dude was like, Oh, I just saw McComas getting dragged out of Kilroy's last night. Like I was a big fucking drunk. And I'm like, what? You know, so what happened at all? Like he was oh, just playing around. God. Just the way things go, man. You see a snippet of ten seconds, you know the entire story. Yeah. That's the way the internet is. Perception's yeah. everything. And they're gonna like they're gonna just fill in the blanks. Yeah. They don't know it. Oh, yeah. here's what happened. Fire yeah. it off. And I just feel like we're at a period of time where like dudes just do not get the benefit of the fit of the doubt at all. It's like I'm not saying that we're not always the perpetrator, but like, uh -huh. like uh, women are fifty-one percent of the population, and they fuck up too. Oh, let's all right. Let's put this in. Nope, a I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you took that stance. <laughs> I put in. A, here's here's the scariest thing of all. You get someone like Pat's levels fame or even higher, and a fan comes up who is an attractive female, and you're at a bar 
right? And you're having drinks, and she just comes up and says, "Hey, did th- I just want to tell you I love the show. Um, think you know, thanks so much. I listen every week. Blah blah blah. Okay, cool. And then somebody in the background yeah. is snapping a fucking story and says, "McAfee got game or fucking yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it could ruin your life. It could ruin your life. Literally can ruin your life. Yeah, that two seconds. It's 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 a weird thing. Y'all seen the pictures of Keanu Reeves? Oh yeah, yeah the hands yeah. off. Yeah, I've been on that. I, that was on our comedian group thread two or three years ago when all this this Me Too stuff was all first starting to come out. And at first I was like, that's a little crazy, but I was like, is it? You know, <laughs> just in that, like, and I'm not saying that women are lying at all. Now, I believe a lot of that shit, because the stuff that I saw just going down in comedy clubs in the early 2000s, like, your place would be shuttered if that happened now. But, like, there used to, like, clubs, they'd be like, Yo, we got this new waitress, Ashley. Look at her ass. Ashley, come in here and like make her turn around. Like, but it wasn't crazy. Right. It was just mm-hmm. like it was how things. So I I do understand that movement needed to happen. I'm glad it happened. But at the same time, as as a person with a certain level of fame or just any career aspirations to not be labeled a dirtbag on the internet forever, you gotta protect yourself. Mm. And like I don't know, like I I don't know how you take pictures, Pat. But like if it's selfie. A, you, you do the, the selfie? I take a selfie. I grab their phone, and I take a selfie. And you normally will see my entire body, basically, in the picture. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I lean my shoulder kind of into them, and I do like the, I hate for the thumb, but I'm like, yo, this dude right here. Yeah. <laughs> or the get, point. So yeah, the point. No like, one yo, guesses what's going on yeah, with your so arm like, behind. Yeah, yeah, so you can't, like, unless I'm reaching my hand behind my back and grabbing the ad, like this, mm-hmm. you, you know, and it's like, I'm protecting them, and I'm protecting myself. And, I mean, if that's how it's got to be, if somebody's got a daughter, I'm fine with that. You know, because yeah. there were egregious things happening at work mm-hmm. forever. So, you know, if it's got to be like that, I'm cool with it. It's a new world, man. It is. It is. What's, what, hey, right now, like, because you got uh, some cool shit going on. You have a great life. You have a great career. Um, what what would be the end game for you? Like, if you could write your own ending to this story, what would it be? Oh, man. Good question. Career-wise. I just want to, you know... I. I'd love to. I really like where I am now. Uh, I'm in the process of writing a, a, a script, and um, okay. I just finished a children's book mm-hmm. that I wrote. Uh, cool. So I'm doing that, and then uh, so I'd like to. I like to write a couple more books, and uh, I'd, my goal would be to to uh, to to sell a couple scripts and do a couple uh, Netflix specials. Nice. What type of scripts is it? Like a sitcom? Or? Uh, well, it's a movie. Um, it's basically about uh, me and the homies being on. We did two kind of semi world tours, not world mm. tours. We can go to South America, but <laughs> <laughs> Canada, U.S. Virgin Islands. Fuck off. International, international, international tour. Japan. Yeah. We got that. So it's like you know, but just like you know, really, it's it's basically like a black male sex in the city. We're just men awesome. dealing with relationships and cool. shit like that. And like, you need a white be, guy in there. Being a hundred, dude. We the, for my second script. That's we get the first one done. Hey. Cool. We'll incorporate you need a call you token white, white guy. <laughs> I will come go. flying in there, I, dude. Pat, I don't know, dude. You're like not a token white dude. Let's keep it one. <laughs> well, I respect it, but if you need to get the the white people number, the quota, <laughs> exactly. I will be. The... We want to be on as many screens as possible. <laughs> You're but, gonna open in Inglewood and in Chicago. <laughs> Shit. But on the other hand, Al, if you do need a token white man, then I am your guy. I got my next door neighbor. <laughs> It's, like, it's just it, it is weird to me, like how I do understand that token white guy does exist in real life, but yeah, I know yeah. a lot of white guys and none of them they're like y'all. They're yeah. never like, how's that hip hop music? Man? I'm like, <laughs> what? It's just like such an old school. It's like 
how Richard Pryor reenacted white guys, but it was yeah. like from the 70s. Right. It's like, I don't. They're all at that colonial place, man. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Store bought wives. <laughs> Smeller, fresh out the plastic. <laughs> Smeller. Before I forget, you're at, you're at Go, Bananas in, Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Yeah, I forgot uh, I had to show tonight. The, right? Tonight? <laughs> tonight and all weekend, right? Yeah, tonight, tomorrow, and You got uh, a show tonight? Yeah, dude. So Friday and Saturday, if you're listening to this, You'll be able to go check him out, Cincinnati. If you're within us, we usually go within a seven and a half hour driving radius That's right. of that club. That's a reasonable driving distance because he, as a performer, would drive that far. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to get in the car and travel a little bit because the show is way worth it. Seven Al and is a half hours? Amazing. Seven and a half sure. hours? Sure. That's how I gauge. Like, that's as oh, far yeah. as I will drive to perform for a show. So I think if you're willing to watch the show, you should have the same expectations of yourself. If you drive seven and a half hours from here, where will you be? Uh, west. How far uh, could you get? The, pl- oh, the plains. Memphis. I know, it covers a lot. I know if you go east. Memphis be, going south. The east would be central PA. Yeah. Central East. Okay, central PA. Like Clarion. Like that kind of. Oh, look yeah, at even you. Even a little, a little farther past, past that. Like, that. Yeah. Yeah, Lancaster. Dude, I'm from the Midwest, though. I, I started as a road comic, so I know, <laughs> I know I-80. I know, like... I can tell you where a Hampton Inn is to shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's five and a half to Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it's reasonable. But I'll draw it in. Hey, if you live somewhere that, you know, close enough distance that you're comfortable in driving, it's, the show's well worth oh, it. Oh, look at you, Todd. It. That was very nice yeah, of you to do yeah, that for so the nice. I live it up. I realize they're not getting paid to go watch you, so it's not exactly <laughs> the same scenario. But <laughs> travel a little they're bit. They're getting paid in Yeah, it's a great show, and it's a great club there. Um, so, hey, will you hang out with us to do some dude, Friday bangers? I'm not going anywhere, man. Sweet. Dude, if you're on YouTube, you're watching us on YouTube, this is it for you because you can't listen to copyrighted music. Not our policy. Theirs. But we still love you. Uh, we'll see you later because now it's time for Friday bangers. There it is. Uncle Sam. This guy's name's Uncle Sam. It's the end of the week. Right Y'all already know what that means. Whether you want to chill pregame and get hammered, this right here, we call this the Friday Bangers. Bangers. Met this guy's Super Bowl week in Atlanta. It's awesome. Yeah. It's the Friday Bangers. His name's Uncle Sam. Two M's, one K. <laughs> Loving that. Yeah. White guy from uh, Atlanta had skull uh, crossbone uh, glasses on when I met him. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, big fan. As you should. Dude, awesome. Yeah, yeah, big fan. Great, great song there, too. Mm-hmm. Do you go to Super Bowl every year? No. No? This year we had to work down there. Uh-huh. I would rather not, to be honest. I, mean, I get that the week of parties is awesome and all that stuff, but there's so much going on. I will say, day. though, that work-wise, that was... A very cool fucking week. It was awesome. I know it was like a lot more work for you than it was for us. <laughs> but but uh, man, you had some great fucking interviews. Oh, Tim Tebow came by. Yeah, yeah how was he? He seems cool. He I very, love him. He was great. I loved him too. He seems he seemed like a dude that that knows who he is, and so he doesn't have to think about answers. He's just like, this is how I am. He was exactly Tim Tebow from moment. One of walking into the building we were in till he left. Said hi to every single human in the building and then said goodbye to every single like probably like fifty people. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, never stopped either. He looked he's on his keto diet. I'm on the same diet. He looks a lot different than I do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And just think about this. He more than anybody is under a pressure to never, ever slightly mess up. Has to be perfect. Every and he has been. 
And just it's yeah. like he's just so smooth, like yeah. like not a care in the world. Even though he has the weight of the world on his shoulders, as yeah, far it seems as being genuinely that happy. Person, he does. He really does. Yeah. And like he said, that if you were running the camera, he didn't care what he, you got a goodbye and you got a hello and you got a thank you so much. Now, granted, is that how he is every day of his life? Who knows? We have no idea. Right. But we saw him that particular. That and also, day. does it matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. does it? Like, if does he, it? You know, if the waiter is nice to you for the forty minutes you're there, I mean, who cares? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's another thing in this new world that's very scary. The tipping department for humans that people know have wealth is a very interesting world, especially if the person is a terrible server. It's like, uh, I have to tip you because you're going to take a picture of this receipt and throw me under the bus if I don't. So I literally, I've said this a couple times, I write entire notes on there <laughs> if I give like yeah. a, a less than, more than 50% tip about why and tell them to go get a new job and that they're terrible yeah. what they do. Yeah, you have I'm, to do it. That might be the thing that changes somebody's life, though. It's not, you're not being rude. You're not calling them ugly. You're like, you're not good at this job. Listen. And I have not been good at jobs either. Like, I wish somebody would have told me. <laughs> Save me three years. This is also a tip, by the way. Here's yeah. two tips yeah. you're getting. Here's two tips that you're getting. Yeah. In one tip. Yeah. It's great. Friday bangers, though. It's a good time. All right. We got to start it off. Did you give a song? I did not. If you have one, um... send it to me. Send me a. Yeah, do you t- use Spotify? Uh no, I just Apple Music is old. Okay, just send go. send me a message uh, of a song that you listen to on a regular basis. Now, Friday Bangers is for when you're going home from work to kick off the weekend. Oh, that's a okay. Mm-hmm. That's an important note. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just send it to me. I'll send it over. On that note, the St. Louis Blues oh. captured the Stanley Cup. Yeah, with. This song as their rallying cry, Gloria by Laura Branigan. So we got to get this in. Why was this the choice? So the story goes they were in a bar in around the time of January when they were dead last in the NHL, and they had some guy, they just some old guy was in the bar and kept asking for this song to be played and kept saying, Play Gloria. So they just kind of picked up on it and went with it. That's and they started awesome. winning. That guy was an angel sent from God. That's it. By the way, he yeah. wasn't a real human. He was an angel walking around. Worst to first, yeah. And he said, hey, you know what? I'm going to help the blues. Never saw him again, probably. Never saw him again. How was it due to uh, $100,000 on a $400 bet? Good for that guy. He was in Vegas to go see the team, because that happens a lot, I assume, when teams take a road trip to Vegas. It's when they just called up Bennington, they just switched their coach, and they they beat the Knights, and they're like, oh, maybe something's happening here. So they put a fucking $400 bet, $100,000. By the way, bizarre that anyone would request this song in a bar. <laughs> bizarre. No way that it was a real human. I'm it was saying. in Philly. It was a Philly guy. Oh, especially though. <laughs> yeah. I like that the Philly guy was just trolling his bar, though. <laughs> this is like when Nick gets a hold of the fucking touch tunes on his phone. And it's they better. if somebody wants to fight them. Oh, yeah. Nothing better than being out in your car at a bar you're not going to go into, and they show up in your your tunes list, oh, and yeah. you just start playing show tunes and shit. This song kills in Colonial Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Promise you. Personally, this oh. is my pick for the week. This was my song to honor St. Louis. Hey. It's such a good run. It really did. What was it like junior high, high school for us, right? Do you think they still have money? Nelly does. Nelly, yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe Murphy Lee. He had a he had the single. What the fuck gonna be? How long do you think that'll ride out? Not that long. It's a great Especially question. Especially if you don't own the masters and shit. I think that's real bad. Well, I mean, also the um, you know the thought of preserving your money as a young successful human being who's getting the world thrown at you has to be a difficult move. I would think. And that was like what, twenty years ago, bro. Ten years ago. Depends. Because you think you're gonna have ten more hits. Yeah. You don't realize that it's you're one and done like a sixteen seat. Did they keep <laughs> up the same lunatic <laughs> lifestyle? Or did they, you know, maybe dress a little bit more conservatively later in the years? Did we ever figure out the, the band aid? Huh? Oh, was, Nelly's band aid? Yeah, we were figuring out. A friend of his was in jail, right? Was that what it was? Oh, was it? I have no idea. I was a paper cut or a pimple. Just forever? Just that never went away. Yeah. Never healed. So I thought. Hey, listen, you could be right, man. We don't know if he had a chronic pimple in the same spot on the left side of his face. We have no idea. Could it have been a little tattoo or something he never wanted to show people outside of private. And then they put a makeup on it for like uh what's that movie he was in? Uh Longest Yard. Great running back. Cool. That was oh, a yeah. cool movie. It was. All right, Zito's pick up next. Kid Cuddy, Kanye. Erase me. Is this new? She said I don't no. time like I really Good song choice. She said you got it, Pat? Yep. No, that's my, that's my Friday. I'm going to run it. Anymore. I think she hates me deep down. I know she does. She wants to erase me. Mm-hmm. A couple days, no talking. I see my baby. And this was wait till you get this one, Nick. Me. I can't wait. It's a good she one. said, I keep on running, keep on running, and nothing works. I can't get away from you. Now, you know, what's Kid Cudi's greatest acting role? Oh, Need for Speed. Exactly. Or Anthrax. Nope, Need for Speed. Let's go with Diggs next. Uh, would you say 11 years ago? 11 year anniversary this really? week. Really? Yeah. yeah. Caught it. The Happy anniversary. By the way, uh, look, we don't have one Carter this, 3 song. This right here is crazy. Yeah, I, I feel big. You know what I mean? Like, not, not big. Not even, um... Nope. Weight. A milli? You know what I mean? Like, gang like weight up. up. Nothing like really? that. Like, colossal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, three-peat? Nope. <sighs> I didn't love a milli. This is my favorite one. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I just didn't love it. I think I think this song was supposed to end after Jay-Z's verse. And Lil Wayne said, no. Nope. And added on. It's my go, is what he says at the end of it. They went hard. This is all over Todd's head. To you forever, for me to you. I'm going to need a suit. I'm going to need a coupe. I won't need a roof. Fly it in Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I got the flow, I'm trying to see the roof. Didn't wear bulletproof, so I got shot and you can see the proof. Blind eyes can look at me and see the truth. What I wonder Stevie do. But That's I'm a great question right there in the middle of the song. <laughs> even you, cause I'm a murder, why I kill Owen, even you. Man, I got summer hating on me cause I'm hotter than the sun. Got spring hating on me cause I ain't never sprung. Winter hating on me cause I'm colder than y'all. And I would never, I would never, I would never fall. 
I'm being hated by the season. So fuck y'all hating for no reason. Hey, Mr. Carter. A billionaire raps on this song. Who's been asking about me? In case you want to be A billion dollars. A billion dollars because he has an incredible poetry brain. That's insane. Good for him. I like that she was ready to go to war with that billionaire wife. <laughs> All right, let's start the Todd's picks next with a classic Steppenwolf. Oh, okay. I don't think we had any of them on there. Werewolves either. of London? That's no. not them. <laughs> Good grass, though. This isn't the same band. Huh. No. Oh, this, this, was, this, uh, this song was in NASCAR 94. <laughs> oh, this song's a great song. It's a movie song. Yeah, big movie song. Was this in Blow? Yes. Had, well, if not, it should have been. Yeah. yeah, I will say that. It fits perfectly. What scene? I was thinking like when they transitioned to the 80s. Remember yeah. like when they, they when, when the, life the, was the going good party. for him, yes. No, it started going bad in the 80s. That's when the coke problems got out of control, when it kind of went to like 82, 83. Oh, I was picturing it when his wee business was starting to take off. And was it? Oh, maybe that, those, that, maybe that, that was it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah with the, uh, the big fat guy yeah. from Remember the Titans. Yes. Yeah. First of all, I, I said Blow, and then I was talking about Boogie Nights. So that's <laughs> my definitely. Blow. Yeah. Definitely. Probably both, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I dig this. Let it fly, he says. But Al, this isn't the hip hop. <laughs> no, but I, I just love music, man. I think there's different music for different times, man. Oh yeah, this is. Uh, I can see that. This would be a great song to go to Denver and do some shrooms to. It, yeah, it would. Not to worry about the cops. Like you can turn your brain off and enjoy this music, just because. So do you walk around the streets now and be like, "Oh, that dude's on fucking. He's he's did some shrooms today." You can do I that right I'm, out here, bro. Well, yeah. All the people doing shrooms are there out in like in the mountains and shit. I don't think people do them downtown. You big snowboarder out there? Scared? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I could not say that. It's funny. Our, uh, not funny, but our cameraman who just came back, sh- he used to go uh, snowboarding every weekend, shattered his leg, uh, broke his tibia, fibia, oh. tore his ACL, MCL, oh. and oh. his meniscus. He's good at snowboarding. <laughs> he, was, he used to go, and he said he got cute, and he saw like a bunch of trees, and he was weaving in between them, and he said he slowly realized that they were getting more and more dense. And he was like, oh, oh shit. He got like, blown up. Hey, you yeah. ever go out to Josh Blue's little compound in the mountains out no. there? No. Too soon. You I don't know Josh soon. like that. You don't? No, oh. I never met him. Yeah, I heard Dude, nothing he showed me things. pictures. He has this the spread. He, he lives primitively out there, but they party like a bunch of hippies. It's, it looks really cool. That's what's but, up. But, you know, he had a big chunk of change for a long time, so yeah. he, it's a pretty good spot. Good yeah. for him. No, here's, I heard nothing but good things. Here's something that modern music doesn't have. Just an instrumental break right in the middle of yep. the song. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's close long one too. Strictly for the concert, right? This is strictly yep. for the concert. I didn't even think about that. If you listen to old school rap songs, you used to listen to old school too short. The songs are like six, seven minutes. It's because they were rapping the last four minutes to just be bass because that was when dudes had bass in their car. Mm-hmm. So that's just for you to drive around the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no lyrics, just you driving around, and now every song's like three minutes and ten seconds. You know, uh, or shorter, some, or shorter. We yeah, had some too short on last week, a couple weeks ago. Speaking of, Gorman went with some old school oh, hip hop here. Rest in peace. 
Oh, yeah, what a great call this week. Rest in peace, Bush with Bill. Just quick, Bill. quick question. Why did, as soon as the song came on, you look directly at Al Jackson? I was looking for that instant gratification, like, good call, bro. And I got it. I'm going to tell the other black people, he's on the protected list. I I appreciate my friend Al Jackson. Now listen to the rap. What a creative, this is such a creative song and video, too, you know? Because they used to make songs knowing that these wouldn't be, like, big club songs, but just, like, they just wanted to talk about having nightmares. As Music video days, though, yeah. were a whole different era. I miss those days. Oh, my God. That was a big deal when somebody's music video came out. It was huge. Huge. A little different for me, though, at the college years when this came out. You know, you're using your mom and dad's old car uh-huh. at school, and you're like, come on in, guys. Here's some ghetto boys. Yeah. It just did. Yeah. It didn't mix. Yeah. It really didn't mix. But there's something so honest about hip hop. I feel like everybody just drawn to. I feel like hip hop is like everybody's it. Like everybody wants to be like, I'm the best. I'm gonna take your girl. We all know I'm taking it. It's like everybody kind of wants and say that, but they don't want to. There's not a lot of humility in hip hop lyrics. And when I get a shit ton of money, when do you see what I'm gonna buy with it? Yeah, (laughs) throw it in your face, dude. Yeah, you never hear the songs like ah, things didn't work out like I thought they would. (laughs) (laughs) None of it. That's for that's for country music. Yo, she broke my heart. Now where do I start? (laughs) She catfished me when she texted me. <laughs> 30 days of hell. 30 days of hell, I was held hostage. Hosted by a fat girl. <laughs> you don't hear a lot of that. A lot of success stories in that. Not a lot of fails. So many groceries. <laughs> Foxy's picky one, old school too. I got Costco Karen living on the front porch. I bet you got to buy Good song. Yeah. It's a good day. Fuck my fresh director up. Kept clicking it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know I already ordered that. What is fresh direct, by the way? You That's said just it. groceries. You get grocery delivery. Even though, like, I don't. I don't like people delivering my grocery. I don't want people handling my vegetables. Yeah, I think I'm that's you. weird. I'm on that. You don't know how long it's been sitting around. So like, you do it for like cereal and shit. Yeah, I'll do like, in a box I really just get, I get perishables from Amazon. Like I'll get shit that like people can't touch. I don't want nobody touching any meat, nothing, dude. Nah, I don't know how long it's been in your car. <laughs> Hell no. I do the order ahead and just pick it up. That's a nice little. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of still like to go in places because you never know who you're going to meet. Your wife might be in there, dude. She ain't going to be in your car. You got to still go interact with humans. I do that during the week. <laughs> you're like, I'm good now. I don't leave my house. DoorDash. Yeah. Every meal, basically. Well, what I like how yeah. they set up grocery stores, and this is where I think Netflix originally got it from, is they have the, if you like this, you might also like these. <laughs> yeah. It's all, because you go to that section, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I like I like these right. ice cream sandwiches. Oh, fucking look at that. Sherbert drumsticks? Yes, please. <laughs> well, it's like the cereal aisle is just turned into the stoner aisle. Yo. Oh, uh, we got Pop-Tarts down at the end, too. You get lost in there. Yeah, we know why you're here, 45-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Pat, to your point, man, I, I don't think a lot of people leave their house, and I think this is, like, no better time to be a shut-in. Like, think about it if, like, you were a person that, like, as a real recluse, like, you really don't have to leave. That's Everything kinda, comes to you. Yeah. Everything. No interaction. What do you call people? Agoraphobics? Yeah. 
afraid of uh, yeah, yeah. wide open spaces and yeah. getting out. Yeah. yeah, going outside. I learned the other day there are people that are afraid of butterflies. I was on Jeopardy and I almost jumped through my TV. <laughs> yeah. Did you know the answer? No, the guy was. <laughs> the contestant was explaining himself. Oh, he was. He was. I thought it was a question on Jeopardy. Damn. No, I don't even think Trebek would let it. <laughs> I don't think Trebek would let it become a, a clue on Jeopardy. Yeah, the guy was like, oh, yeah, I have a, a something phobia. I am afraid of butterflies. And Trebek, like, looked at him. It was almost. If Trebek wasn't going through what he's going through right now, Trebek would have been old school Trebek and been like, buried him. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and just went to the next yeah. guy. The guy Plus, went to a butterfly dome and yeah. they, they, they just all landed on him and he said it was childhood dra- trauma. That's like Avatar whenever they uh, land oh, on Oh, what? Him. It was cute, too cute yeah, and exactly. fluffy for yeah. him. And you go, he's too fuck adorable. That guy. Yeah, <laughs> Good song choice, Foxy. Thank you. We'll close it out with Al's pick. Oh. Yeah. This is Friday. This is Pat's. As soon as I get in the car, this comes on. This is my guy. Yeah, dude. This is. Uh, this is you heading straight to an airport for United flying back for real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Smoke a cig and get in the car. You ever heard the song, Todd? Uh, I don't know yet. Well, you know. And also, it's a shout out to one of my favorite rappers. I like a Ian Dissing. He's so talented. MC, MC Hammer played a role in hip hop, and everybody acts like since that's over, like that was whack. It was like he showed people how to perform and how to put on a show. My dad, you know? my dad sat either in front of him or behind him at the Super Bowl that I played in my rookie year. Really? MC Hammer. <laughs> yeah, I heard he's a good dude. I heard he's like a gangster too. If you ever yeah. watch like Vlad TV. Talk, listen to rappers that, that like kind of dissed him. I, um, uh, MC Search from Third Base came at him. Uh, Method Man had a line about him uh, and one other rapper, and they said like, because Hammer's from Oakland, like old school yeah. Oakland. Like Hammer rolled with like fifty hitters, you know, like he wasn't hitters or killers. Generally. Yeah, he, like it was. Everybody's got a MC Hammer story, and it's not good. Nice. Plus he's like. <laughs> Super athletic. If you could dance like that, and he could, he, oh, could yeah. he could put them hands on you. Like Hammer was not a weak dude. You said MC Search. Pop goes the weasel. Pop goes the weasel. Yep. He's still around. Yeah, he's still around. Or the duo is still around. I think he's around? probably in the mu- music business part yeah. of it, production. But yeah, he's still around. Remember the White Rapper Show? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was on Beach Riff Raff. Yeah. Was that Riff Raff? Was he on that? Yeah, I think I think Riff Raff came through the White Rapper Show. Oh my god! I think that's where he got to start. Man, how much money did that guy make? <laughs> Too much? <laughs> More than he deserves. Amazing, dude. Yeah, that was a. There was one other white guy on there from like Long Island that I ran into at a bar. He was ter- in New York. I forgot what his name was. He, said, he kept his. He had like a hook phrase like from the hood to the suburbs or something like that. He was something oh, like, the burbs. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. I remember. Do you remember guy. that dude? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I ran into him in the at a bar in New York one time, and he was. Yes. Everybody thought they were Eminem. I like to ask comedians. Do you have a comedian that you respect the most or like the most right now? Oh, um, I. It's weird because a lot of my friends, I just respect them as just like John writers and like John Brown. Yeah, John Brown. that's him. Um, yeah, I I like guys that can just crank out material because I can't. It takes me forever. So like people like uh, Nate Bargatze just writes his ass off. Jim Jeffries has a brand new hour. Bill Burr, respect his process. Uh, Hannibal is super creative. I love his love his the way his mind connects. Uh, Anthony Jeselnik just for like his right. <laughs> I I don't know if anybody is on his level in terms of like wordplay and like being 
taking it certain places. Like, <laughs> man, he's dude. That dude got balls, dog. And then obviously Tom Segura fuck with him super hard. So there's like so many, so many comics out there that I just respect, man. Lots of good dudes. Did you see Tom Segura's big time Tommy this weekend on Instagram? No, no. Tom Segura is slowly becoming one of my favorite internet trolls. <laughs> he trolls every. Garth Does Brooks, he really? Garth Brooks was the first guy that was getting it from him every single day. Tom Segura was trolling Garth Brooks every single but day. He was a serial killer. And now he's starting to open it up, uh, and he got big time Tom this weekend, and it was fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he had a cigar. Take it easy. It was incredible, man. Tom Segura is incredible. What a dope dude. Yeah, he's man. a lot of fun. It's just good because he's a really good guy. Like it's bad when you see like shitty people. People getting stuff, you're like, oh, and they're being fake nice, and you're like, that girl would fucking slit your mom's throat <laughs> for fifteen hundred dollars. Hey, uh, just real quick, that was definitely somebody you were referring to there. No, who, who was it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, more than one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for hanging out, man. A, a, yeah. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. I really always do. like when you're around. At home, come here, by man. more often. For sure. AlJacksonLive.com. Check him out, everybody. He's going to be in a city near you. Go bananas you know this weekend. Check him out. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. B A N A N A S. <laughs> That's bananas. That song was catchy.